The podcast where we sit around and talk about a kid show about monsters and how monkeys turn into giant cable balls or something. And then back into monkeys, but like platinum covered ones. Yeah, um, that, that doesn't happen for like a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers for like 40 episodes from now. <laughs> but yeah, this episode is weird. So. This week's yeah. This episode is weird. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to next episode, but so um, yeah. No guests this week, so it's just me. Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm Jules. Uh, I'm Joel. Tyler, I'm so Good, proud you done. actually remember the introduction. Well, that's because I tr- I tried to distract him, but <laughs> yeah, I knew you. Yeah, I knew. I knew you I know, doing that. I'm up to your tricks. I was just because in my notes, I've just got in all capitals right in front of the episode title is just introduction. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I knew you were trying to distract me, Joel, but I had my arms crossed and I was just silently leaning closer <laughs> towards the screen until he actually said introductions. <laughs> yeah. Like the disapproving mother to Joel's done. goofy father trying to keep Tyler in control. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, in the tri-dub news, um, we still don't know who all these voice actors are, because they put out the Eleven Arts, the distribution company, put out another like interview thing, saying some other stuff. They won't talk about the cast, other than there's some original cast returning, which we already knew. <clears throat> I mean, uh, yeah, like, an original cast member announced it, so... Like. Yeah, which apparently he wasn't supposed to do, because all amazing. of the tweets and posts he made got deleted. Whoops! Um, and he said... The internet that, remembers, <laughs> Tentamon, the internet remembers. Yeah, uh... Yeah, our podcast... He said that they were deleted. contacted and asked not to talk about it, even though they didn't sign an NDA or anything. That's um, kind of on them, then. Like... And then he did make another post saying, yeah, we've kind of been given the go-ahead to talk about it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they might as well. It's the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. You're not coming back from that. But, uh, yeah. So, apparently that one-night screening will have bonus content. Don't know what so, that means. Oh, Angela Anaconda. A we live appearance hope. from Angela Anaconda herself. Straight from oh, the Nightmare Jesus monochrome Christ. realm. <laughs> Well, speaking, yeah, speaking of live appearances, like, considering they're still lining up voice talent, the, and that limited release is going to be a live airing, right? Like, that's going to be them it's recording. Have to be, because <laughs> is it because this thing be comes like, out in two months, and they haven't cast everyone yet. Is it going to be one of those things where, like, I mean, you have famous voice actors at, like, a panel do, like, live dubbing <clears throat> over things for fun? Like, is it going to be like that? Where's well, I mean, well, I mean, they, 
there are all those live riff tracks that they're airing in theaters now. Like that's totally a thing that people do. So. It makes me think of. I remember before The Witcher Three came out, they were showing off a demo at the convention, and the audio was broken and wasn't working. But at the panel, they had uh, I can't remember his name. The guy that plays Geralt was there. <laughs> so they were just like, "Quick, quick, just do it live. Just do it live." And it was the screen was so far away you couldn't quite read what the text was, and he kept messing up the lines. That's. <laughs> oh, I was hoping it was just going to ad lib stuff. And then he started doing. doing that. He started hitting on characters as Geralt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I I want to. I just want to hear like casual Geralt. Like. Hmm. They yeah. They've also mentioned that the dub will be. They said they hope it's done in the tone and style of the <laughs> Japanese version. Okay, I thought you were going to leave it off there. And they say, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to stop it. Yeah, we, they hope it's done. Yeah, that we, we hope it'll be done. Uh, but they mentioned that the music will be reminiscent of what American audiences are used to. But it will be new music. Oh, dear. Oh, that, that is a real double-edged sword right there. <laughs> like... Yeah. In the, in the style of soundtracks rarely turn out well. It could go well. I mean, the style of Digimon music is just so bad it's good. So... Right, which means that if you try to imitate that, you end up, you wrap back around to so bad it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. I'm just, what is like, it? There's a, there's a very thin, there's a very thin line between earnestly trying and failing. <laughs> yeah. And then trying to sound like you failed. Yeah. And, yeah. Like... I just don't mm. want them to fuck around with Runaround. Like, <laughs> fuck around is what it's, the new one can be called. <laughs> no, that's what that's what it's called in the abridged fan dub. It's <laughs> well, I mean, I t- I've been looking around of places to look for news about this thing, and you look at everything related to try, and you've got you know here's episode one discussion, episode two discussion, shipping discussion, and the shipping discussion yeah. is like eight times longer than everything else put together. Yeah, that's... Well, yeah, yeah, like, come on. Why? Tyler, you've seen me and Toku shipping. I guess. Is that just you with all the pretty Toku boys? Yes. But but there's canonical ships that happen in this series. We know, we saw. Yeah, and also, guess... Th- Can- this- canon, Tyler, canon has nothing to do with ships. <laughs> yeah. T- Tyler, in the recent, in most recent Kamen Rider Ghost episode, a... Buddhist monk wrestles with a former ghost soldier captain, and they end up having a nice chat about life and its meaning while sharing a bento box next to a creek after wrestling each other down a mountain. You know, I think I have that DVD. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The best thing was, friend of the show, Mike, was telling me he can't see them as, like, that Buddhist monk especially, as anything, you know, coming close to sexual. I went... They could be a cute asexual interspecies couple that just shares lunches by the creek talking about life. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> so there's more rumors about another voice that may be in the movie. Because we said last week that Johnny Young Bosch was cast as TK, mm-hmm. but that's according to Jeff Nimoy. And there's rumors that he may not be TK, he may be <laughs> Matt. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, they're brothers, yeah. that's fair yeah. enough. He uh, plays then, both. <laughs> uh, yeah. A guy named Todd... I think he has the range to pull that off. <laughs> a guy named Todd Habercorn, I think that's how you say it, uh, had said in an interview that he'd just recorded for Digimon, which 
It has to be Try because there's nothing else. Um, and we don't know who he's playing. Could have been one of the Digimon. But rumors are that he's playing Joe. Uh, this is the guy who played um, Jedi in Sailor Moon, both the original dub and the Crystal dub. It's cool that he came back for that. Yeah, he played Ling from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which it's kind of a big role. Yeah, that's actually like probably his most prominent, I'd guess. Yeah, and he was Batar Jr. in Korra, the metal bender dude. I'm trying to think, like, just remembering Ling and Batar and Jedi, like, that doesn't feel like Joe, but, you know, voice actors have a lot of range, so... Yeah, yeah. but that's just Well, and Joe's grown up quite a bit. Yeah, Joe's, like, I think he's 18. Yeah, like he was the oldest. He was the oldest of the kids, anyway. So yeah. like he'd be almost an adult. Oh, I, I, I'm more, I'm more meant in terms of like, um, personality and mood. Because like, Ling yeah. is very much a carefree. You know, despite being very serious, like he's quite quite a carefree character. And Jedi is Jedi. Like, <laughs> I Jedi, like Jedi and Joe are on like two opposite ends of the scale for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. He was also <laughs> Android nineteen in Dragon Ball Z Kai. Which is like. Which I mean, I'm pretty sure that because okay, so Kai you is started, so, so you started, yeah, I was gonna say you started out with Android 19, which is pretty low on the t- tiers already, and then you said Kai, and it like plummeted. Yeah, <laughs> in Kai, it's so condensed. I'm pretty sure Android 19 is in like literally two episodes. If yeah, that. pretty much. <laughs> and he has like three lines. But all right, whatever. So that's all I have. On anything, although apparently, yeah, again, Matt's voice actor wasn't even aware that there was a new movie coming out. <laughs> Probably not coming Oof. back. Woof! Ouch! Yeah. That's uh. Like... Yeah. The only way that could be worse. That only way that could be worse is if he saw it in theaters and was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine, like, he gets a text from Jeff, Jeff Nimoy going, "Hey, you coming to what?" Like, replies two days later, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, wrong new, number. New device. Who dis? Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> it's man. If you get blacklisted from the Digimon voice actors oh. like chat group, that's that's low. <laughs> just imagine that they just hang out. They just go out to drinks like every other week, and you can just imagine people sitting next to the group and going. I swear I've heard these guys talk yeah, before. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining how you. Can... There's one, and there's one guy sitting, like sitting in that group, who's like, who knows exactly where, but he doesn't dare. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no! It's too embarrassed. They, it's like they can't know. I've just started work here. These are my new friends. They can't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's all I had. So we might move on to the episode now, which. This is an alright episode. With... It's a real, it's a mixed bag of an episode. It had some bizarre yeah, no, it's... bits. It's... I'll say this, a lot happens. It's got plots. It's got some animations. Mm, that's, you know, unusual. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure the last, like, ten seconds have more frames of animation than the rest of the episode put together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they they quote unquote make up for that embarrassment of riches in other ways. We'll get there. <laughs> so this is episode twenty, uh, the earthquake of Metal Greymon, which is which that name makes no sense. No, no earthquake at all. 
Like, uh, it would have been a more accurate title to just say Metal Greymon. Hmm. Yeah, like, earthquakes aren't anything he's ever really known for. I mean, he he just shoots rockets. Yeah, from his chest. Like, like War Greymon has an earth type move. Except it's... But we won't get to him for a while. <laughs> except it's a, <laughs> yeah, a, a still sun. a while long. Uh, uh, the Japanese title is Evolution to Perfect Metal Greymon. Okay, that's a better one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, granted, it's it's not nearly as cool when you like like perfect is just the name of the ultimate tier in yeah Japan, but yeah, it sounds cooler. Yeah. So Matt does the recap this time, including a really sarcastic comment where he calls Ty their leader. It's like our fearless leader, Ty. Good, good, like. <laughs> Like, Ty does get some more development this time around, but dude is, like, it's about time, seriously, for and, someone to really yeah, call but him Matt's, out. Matt's, yeah, but Matt's the person who has the least, like, right to do so, because... Because <laughs> it is Matt. <laughs> yep. His whole thing is, like, calling out Ty for being sh- a shitty leader and then going off to sulk by himself and not, like, following through on it. Yeah. That's fair enough, yeah. So the episode opens with Izzy looking at the giant projection of a map. It's just like a hologram from inside the wizard tunnel. While Tentomon does a. I'm sorry, I think you mean recap. wizard hole. Wizard okay, is it hole? a hole or is it a tunnel? It's a tunnel because it, I mean, it goes from the desert to the Sphinx. Look, we called it his wizard hole last week, and I'm just trying to keep us. I sworn it was his wizard. No, it was no, it was it was definitely was a tunnel. My partner was listening to this, and she couldn't stop laughing at the idea of a wizard tunnel. Okay, so Tentomon does like can't remember a (laughs) mini recap, which okay, you could have just had Matt do that. Yeah, (laughs) during the actual recap, that's that would have been great if like the recap was actually in media res and like (laughs) it just. Goes back to them at the campfire and he's finishing up the recap. That'd be great. Yeah, so yeah but he's still being the... just as sarcastic and sulky about Ty while he's right there in front <laughs> well, of him. Ty's right there. Yeah. So Ty's in a pretty mopey mood, so he probably would have let that go. Yeah, they're yeah, sitting just around like the campfire. Goes, yeah, go on. Ty. So, what, what do we do about Sora being kidnapped? Oh, and they're all eating like, I mean, the animation's so shitty you can't really tell. I'm assuming they're like rice balls or something. Which where did they get that? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Onigiri takes a, I mean, a little bit of effort and resources to make. Like, it's just rice, but still, like, well, except that Izzy just discovered that he's got like sysadmin rights in the digital world, so he probably just hacked it in. <laughs> Is it like the thing from Star Trek? You just teleport shit. Well, I mean, once he figures out the uh, alchemizer like code for it, he can just make them. Yeah, it's like typing in a cheat code Why to get all the weapons at the start of the level. this tunnel? Like they could just live there. That's true. Well, I think the re- I think the reason they leave the tunnels because one of them was kidnapped and they have to go well, rescue. That's because her they left the tunnel oh, in the first sh- place. Yeah, exactly. Can't leave the tunnel. See, the tunnel is <laughs> um, home. The tunnel is safe. TK is like, okay, I'm going to go sleep next to the Digimon in case they get scared. And the Digimon are all like, yeah, thanks. I don't know if they're they're just humoring him because, like, that's such a little kid to say. They're serious. (laughs) No, I think the Digimon really were scared, and they're just glad somebody finally thought about them for once. 
<laughs> we oh, thank God, someone us. isn't force-feeding us or making us do weird crap or making oh, us God. summon interdimensional fish rangers. There's like or, a forci- or forcing us to remove our own skin to, like, comfort yeah. them and warm them. Oh, God, them. that's right, yeah. Oh. There's a shot of all of them sleeping in just, like, a big spread and... TK is like curled up with Tokomon and it's really cute because it's Tokomon. He's never like not cute except when except when he opens out. his mouth. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I like how Agumon. I like how Agumon sleeps. Like one of his legs is up in the air, his arms are out, all yeah. spread out. Apparently, that's how I sleep. So I, I, I can connect with that deeply. Yeah. Well, I toss and turn so much when I sleep that my cat will only sleep on my head because it's the only place that doesn't move. <laughs> I will I will wake up in the middle of the night just enough to lift my entire body up and flip over to the other side of the bed and then fall right back asleep. And I do that several times a night. I apparently have wo- I once woke up in the next morning in an L shape with my legs up against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why or how. I just remember waking up going, huh, that's weird. <laughs> So Ty's all mopey because he's like, oh, it's all my fault that Sora got taken. I didn't do anything. He just ran off with her. Which, I mean, he's right. Yeah, he's, like, he is right, but there's not a lot he could have done. Like, no, okay, like, so he, he, he goes through the fence. What's he going to do? Okay, so I have this pause, and either Mimi doesn't give a shit about any of this, or she's super tired. I think, like, from I'd what say she both. says, she doesn't give a shit. Yeah, like... Like her eye, her eyes are like half closed, and she's just giving Ty this. Like she's got a little dot for a mouth, and it's just like, <laughs> Ty, just shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> That's just her natural state of being. Ty, just shut up. <laughs> so Izzy just suddenly goes, "Ah, oh, I know where they are," <clears throat> and they crowd around his uh, projection map thing. So they crowd around his Amiga game. <laughs> yeah, like this looks like Pitfall. Like, and all right, this I really love that they just went. You know what? Fuck it. We'll just go full pyramid. Because <laughs> so there's a hidden room underneath the underground pyramid, and yeah. it's pyramid so this upside shaped. down pyramid. Yeah. So this is upside down pyramid with a right side up pyramid below it. With a secret upside down pyramid below. They could have just drawn another room. <laughs> so it could have just been a separate room. But no, they just then made we another pyramid. Get three pyramids. It's like, so good. This is okay, so yeah. It's pyramids all the way down. <laughs> like literally. Imagine seeing the side on so like, you know, there's the inverted pyramid on the top, there's the right side pyramid underneath. So it's like an hourglass shape, you could say, in terms of very basic geometric shapes, and just a fucking third pyramid below that. Like Hell yeah. Okay, so if the pyramid represents the Illuminati and the pyramid <laughs> below that represents the se- the super secret shadowy organization that controls the Illuminati. The third one the is extra, the, what's the extra Illuminati. Double Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> Con- controlling things in our world through the digital. World. It's a secret group that controls the Illuminati. <laughs> it's Jedi. <laughs> It's Jedi. <laughs> Fucking Jedi. It's just the Jedi core. <laughs> it's just a council of a lot of Jedis. Oh, God. They're all the same, though. It would be so weird. I don't know. All would be the, the same. Look, got... I w- look, I would. 
Yeah, th- I would totally form a council of clones of myself. <laughs> We'd get so much the done. with clones. terrible racist it's literally accents. Just, like... <laughs> it's literally just him turned into like a hundred dudes who just speak different languages for no particular reason. Well, okay, that's you like, say speak different like the different definition languages. of a clone. Like, you say speak different languages. This is more like, like amateur comedy improv Bad, yeah, uh, you know, bad accents. Bad accents. Well, yeah, they are all they are all still Jedi. Like, yeah, they're all still terrible. It's not like he didn't clone himself. He made himself younger by turning the extra years into versions of himself. Right, so I assume clone. that's what happened. They never really explain it. No, of course, um, no, it's Digimon. What the fuck would they explain anything? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Jedi at the very last minute his X gene activated and. <laughs> Like, he can now make copies of himself. He's multiple man? He's multiple like... man? Yeah, exactly. It's it's not, yeah, Jedi Madrox. Oh, it all makes sense now. Except sure. none of it does. Sure. Um, Ty says, no matter what, I'm going to go break Sora out. And if you guys just want to, like, stay here, that's cool. I'm fine with that. And they said, no, no, we're going to go get Sora together. Because they're a team. And they do that weird, like, let's go get Sora, and then it transitions to black. Because, yeah, teamwork. Although, Woo! I will say, this is one of the few episodes where they actually do work as a team yeah, very yeah, well. And, and yeah, no, like, they actually well. have a plan, and, yeah, it goes well, it makes sense, like... Yeah, so... They actually <laughs> do, do well here for a while. Know, like... Yeah, it took them a while. And I, they they very rarely do this again. I can think of, like, one instance when they do this again. Uh, yeah, so like, even in the real-world arc, this doesn't really happen that much. We go to, um, Sora, who is waking up, like, shackled to a, just a table. Sora has woken up in a Totally Spies episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, and she's like, am I dreaming? And she notices Beomon is shackled to the wall, like... Why is Beomon, like, 12 feet up, shackled to the wall? Yeah, like, why wouldn't you shackle down the bird to the ground? How did, like, did Dardamon just stretch his legs specifically to put her that high up for effect? Well, yeah, because we'll get an an overhead shot of this, too, and the amount of distance between the two tables. It's kind of ridiculous. It's so unneeded. This room is huge. Here's the thing. Yeah, this room is huge, and Dardamon was like, well, I've got all this space. I might as well use it. (laughs) This is seriously like when, I don't know, when you buy a new house in The Sims after having a crappy small one, and you realize, oh, I don't actually have that much stuff. Huh. That room's kind of empty. I guess I put so, a couple of things so the in Sims, there. So the Sims doesn't reflect real life then, because I live in a fucking tiny <laughs> one-bedroom apartment, and I have enough stuff to fill a house. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm That's saying, because like, you own, like, $500 worth of Power Rangers toys. That's one small corner of my apartment, <laughs> though. Like, you can yeah, stack like, those things on a table. Yeah, Tyler, like, I own, like... An ungodly amount of gunpla now. I have actually lost count. I'm not joking anymore. I've actually lost count. And that's only probably maybe a, a shelf. <laughs> like, I think my, I think all of my various uh, tech for recording podcasts takes up more space than my Power Rangers toys. I think it's more my clothes, which I should I do a clean so out of that. Books. So Nerd. many books. Says <laughs> the gunpla collector. Listen, I'm reading books, nerd. <laughs> so Dardamon's like, oh no, Beamon's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so Sora 
Sora sees her like pink bird monster and says, "Oh, hey, no, this isn't a dream." Yeah, <laughs> that's the logical. Ex- that's the logical response. I think to that, waking right? up like strapped to a table would be like, "Oh, great, I've just gone insane and I'm having like a lucid episode." Yeah, yeah, that would be a more rational reaction to this. But no. it is kind of fucked up though. She is straight up James Bond style, like. You know, bolted down to a table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, it looks like this is supposed to be a laser that's all of a sudden gonna, like, start creeping up towards her <laughs> body. Yeah. So, yeah, she wonders if Biomon's okay. Dadamon says, no, she's fine, she's just a little tired. But she'll be okay when I use her to destroy Edamon. <laughs> I, considering right. what happened to you when you tried to destroy Edamon, I don't believe that to be true. Yeah. Yeah, and Sora says that, oh, Biomon can't digivolve without me. And also, I'm never going to help you. You're a creep. What the fuck? Yeah. Which he kidnapped her and bolted her to a table. Yeah, that's kind of like... Although... That's pretty textbook creep. Bolting Digimon humans to a table is really easy because they have really thin wrists and enormous hands. Yes, that's true. Their gloves and giant boots ensure that they will forever remain trapped there. You can have, like, a one-inch shackle, and they're not going anywhere. Um, yeah. Dinamon says, oh, no, that doesn't matter. I only need you for a little while. And he starts fiddling with his computer console. And then a second Sora appears on a table across from her. This weird, like, laser thing appears. Like, scan Sora. Yeah, it's basically, like... So you know, like, the hard light omni tools in, like, Mass Effect? It's kind of like that as, like, a cover that scans over her, and then... Yeah. I mean, it's it's literally, like, a scanner. Yeah. Like, if you ever watched a scanner mission. actually running, it, like... It's just that yeah, beam of light going goes across. line by line. Yeah. yeah. And then on the and table, on the other side of this gargantuan fucking, fucking room... Fucking okay. way over okay, there. So let's assume, let's assume Sora's, like, what, about four feet tall? Yeah, for a kid, like, oh, you know... Eight, four, four to five using her, yeah, using her as an example, there's forty to fifty feet between these two tables with absolutely empty space. It's just completely empty. Like, there's nothing. Like, there's not even tools or any other equipment. It's like, he was talking about that. Izzy was talking about there being a hidden room, and then a whole pyramid appeared. This room is literally that entire pyramid. This yeah, one room, pretty much. Yeah. So. A second Sora starts being formed on this other table, <laughs> and Dedemon just goes, yeah, I'm just making a copy of you. No, no biggie. biggie. <laughs> Which, I, I kind of, I kind of actually like this, because it plays in really well with the revelations from last episode, where they talk about how they're just data yeah. in the form of human beings, because... Like, this really drives that home of, oh, yeah, we can just take this data that makes up you and make copies of it, because that's what you do with files. You (laughs) duplicate them. But they don't really go anywhere with it. Yeah, and Dynamo's never was like, I'm going to clone Sora and then give the clone her Digivice and tag and then just tell Biomon what to do and assume that she'll go along with it? Yeah, like, well, at this point, Biomon's asleep, so what I had assumed the first time I saw this was, like, he was going to try and convince Biomon that that was the real Sora yeah. and, like, get rid of the other one or something. And comes we'll find out that's not the case. And what's comes worse, he could always just make up. a copy of Biomon. You know, that's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's plan B for him, so, I'm betting. 
You're, so so here's the here's my question about this whole copying Sora thing. So you have to assume if it's truly a copy of Sora, it's going to have her memories and personality. So why would the copy go along with anything he says? I don't well, think the copy it's, oh, he... just seems like it's brain dead. It just stands yeah. there and does whatever he says. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so he does a, so he does a copy of the contents of the file, but not the attribute. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to mention that while Dardamon brings up the crest and tag to like put them together, it's just his arms coming yeah. out of the computer. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's. It's not even like oh, it's tiny little mechanical arms. It's straight up just other versions of his arms and hands come out of this computer console. Like he's not, he hasn't got his arms inside of the console. He's just typing with them. Like it's like a, it's Is like this. Imagine a human, just another Dardamon? Imagine a human uh, evil scientist doing this, and like them hitting a button on a console, and like the computer, op- the the panel opens up, and a human hand comes out holding something. <laughs> like it's so weird. It's weird as hell. I. It's. It's like if Doctor Octopus like. Every set of his arms were detachable, and he could put them elsewhere and like control them from other, other parts of the lab. Yeah, like it's just yeah. <laughs> like you built that into this like huge console. Why? Oh yeah. By the way, Dynamon has her crest. Yeah. Just as an aside, they just don't Which... really bring that up. He just has it. Yeah, so how did he get that? Because all the other crests were giant stones that only turned into the crests when they brought the tags near them. Yeah, he just has the crest in its tiny little crest form. And he just puts it in the tag and he goes, alright, I'm going to get my revenge on Edamon with Beomon. I would have actually assumed that it was something inside this inverted pyramid was like, had like this, uh, the crest of love, like, which we'll find out later because thank god they don't call it that. But without knowing what it is, but you know, I would have assumed something in this pyramid. I mean, we can guess the it's, symbol it's is by a far heart. the most obvious. No, of yeah, but I'm saying it's, red it's just heart. a fucking heart. It's just more the fact that I hate the fact that they know what that some of them have known what the crests are called before they've even been mentioned. Oh yeah, no, that's just that's horrible, horrible writing. But like originally, I would have imagined like oh something <laughs> in this, in show this never something in this third fucking secret pyramid would have had like a wall with the crest of love he would have brought Sora down and would have it would have turned into the crest but no that's not the case he just has it like yeah he just because um so he cut so I also have a I also have another question about his plan why did he need to kidnap Sora to make Bioman defeat Edamon like they're already trying to get the crest so that their Digimon can digivolve to fight evil Digimon like Edamon. Like, uh, all he had to do was say, hey, here's the crest. Can you guys go defeat Edamon? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> from what we've seen, like, what what we see later, he's kind of obsessed with him beating Edamon. Yeah, and also, I mean, his whole plan was to beat Edamon and then presumably take over his network and become yeah. the new Edamon. Yeah. Which... The kids also wouldn't stand for and would then well, use their now awesome, powerful Digimon well, so to kick his, his ass. In his case, it would be Adamon. Oh, god damn it. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> we go back outside the pyramid, which is now surrounded by a shitload of Tyrannomon and Monochromon. And just yeah, like, Adamon finally, just, like, what wi- Adamon finally wised up and started, like, actually stepping up his security. <laughs> there's, like, there's a lot of them. They're just, like... I really like this because Tentomon is doing, like, a reconnaissance flight. Where he just flies above. He's like, mm, yep, that's a lot of dinosaurs. 
He's basically Izzy's drone. And, yeah, yeah, like literally because he's somehow wirelessly connected to Izzy's computer because all the Digimon that he like surveys, we then cut back to Izzy's map and they're all like outlined with or uh, marked on the map with red dots. It's like yeah. Tentamon is his UAV, like. Yeah, and then so they come up. Well, they don't really tell you what the plan is, but they come up with a plan to get Sora out, which is um. Ty and Izzy are going to go into the pyramid to get her while Matt, Joe, and Mimi like run distraction and TK hides under a blanket. Yeah, like, this is a legit plan. Yeah. yeah. I just find it funny that TK doesn't get to do anything. Well, he's got Tokemon! Well, what, would he, what would he do? Yeah, yeah he has an in-training Digimon. <laughs> I guess, but I and we mean... saw what happened last time that right, <laughs> you, and yeah, you back. and your you and your literal baby are gonna run interference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, fucking cat. <laughs> um, yeah. The Joe tells Ty, it's like, well, we're distracting everyone else. You need to get inside, and they're talking as if it's Ty is going in alone, but he's going with Izzy just doesn't really turn out so well for them. Yeah, it's like they have pressure knowledge that Izzy isn't going to, like, completely make it. <laughs> like... Yeah, he, like... I mean, to be fair, to be fair, like, it's just the two of them going in alone. It makes sense to, like, plan for the... make sure that both people going in know what the full plan is in full in case something does happen and they get separated. Yeah. But Ty asks Izzy, he's like, so you're going to give me the directions, right? He's going with you. Just follow him. But just in case, you never know. Yeah. Uh, Izzy tells him there's another electrified wall along the way, and Ty has, like, a, oh, God, flashback. We get a a flashback to literally last episode. (laughs) Ty says, I don't care, I'm going to go through it. Hold up, I've got to let this cat out of my room before he drives me mad. (laughs) Tyler's dealing with his own uh, Digimon companion. I mean, that would just be a Gatomon, really. True, yeah. I'm back. Wait, doesn't well, Gatomon's, like, in training... Isn't Gatomon's, like, rookie form, like, a dog? It's a dog. Yeah. She goes dog, cat, angel, dragon. That's... Rit- I mean, yeah, that's just like that's just like Darwin wrote yeah. about. David Attenborough would have a fucking field day doing a documentary on Digimon. <laughs> Oh god, I want a date of Attenborough oh, Digimon documentary <laughs> oh, so <good>. bad. <laughs> documentary. Fuck. <laughs> so I got another fake podcast. Care. Ty says he doesn't care about the electrified wall. He's going to go through it anyway. Which, alright, cool. I mean, yeah, you kind of have to, Ty. Yeah, like, like, there's you, no don't, way in. you don't rescue Sora. There's no choices <laughs> exactly. here. Exactly. Um, so... Izzy tells Matt, you know, it's important that we save Sora. If you get into a fight with Edamon, just run. Don't try to fight him. Which is good advice Which, that again, Matt blatantly yeah. ignores. Yeah, again, that's like good strategy right there is, hey, you can't engage this enemy head on and you don't, and we aren't trying to defeat him now. So don't like, don't fight him. <laughs> Which should have listened. We'll see how, how well that goes yeah. in the future. Yeah. Mimi very, very cheerfully and happily says, anyone who doesn't come back alive is going to be in a lot of trouble. That's like, 
that is like a kind piece... of fucked up thing to that, say, Mimi. Ex- You're 11 years old. I expect that sort of black humor from I don't know the Doctor from Doctor Who, not a child in Digimon. <laughs> like maybe Mimi is a Time Lord. I, I thought Piximon was a Time Lord. I mean, they can all be Time Lords, like. Mimi has as many fucking outfit changes. Like, <laughs> let's be honest here. Like, O2 Mimi is basically the Sixth Doctor in terms of appearance. Yeah. So, Oof. Ty Izzy... Oof, that's a, that's a statement. Yeah. <laughs> Ty Izzy, TK, and Mimi get covered in, like, a, a blanket colored like the desert? Where did they get that? Yeah, they have desert, yeah, they have desert camel for some reason. They just the same the same way they yeah, got the fucking rice for the like, rice pools. Did Izzy just like fucking conjure this with his wizard powers? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's kind of our excuse. They're from hiding now on. under this blanket, and Joe is riding on Ikakumon. Who yeah, Ikakumon shows up. By the way, no Digivolve sequence. <laughs> who just yeah, starts... no, they do this. They do a f- yeah, they do this a lot in this episode actually, where the like Digimon just show up in their champion mm. forms. Yep. Ikakumon just starts shelling the pyramid with torpedoes. He yeah, is like, we fucking don't even, this thing we don't, even, we don't even see him for a while. Like We just like see a torpedo coming out of the desert. Mm. And just smashing this pyramid to bits. We see it later, and it's like a husk. He fucked this thing up. <laughs> so, we cut... The to- Gizamon, whose whole job is to, like, watch the video surveillance, have not been paying any attention whatsoever, and think it's a fucking earthquake. Yeah, yeah, because we go into the control room inside the pyramid, where they're like, it's an earthquake! And then Edamon walks in, and he, like, he was wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> yeah, like... So, are we going the- to ignore the fact that he was a Digimon wearing clothes he didn't Digivolve with? Does that ever happen again? Beyond, like, Agumon's uh, hoodie? I mean... Like, I love that Agumon huh. gets a hoodie, by the way. <laughs> I mean, so th- I vaguely recall some of them wearing coats and stuff to hide themselves. Hmm. Yeah, I think when they go to the real world, they dress yeah, up Yeah, but a not lot. in the digital world, necessarily. I mean, some of them wear aprons in the digital world. That's like, true. Digital yeah, I think they do. I think, yeah, when they're, when they're working in the diner. But that's, I mean, that's just, that's just, That's just proper like, etiquette. They, they're up to health codes. <laughs> right. Like, so... The, you know, Gazamon are like, okay, we need to go chase after Ikakumon. They all run out with Edamon, and they order the, uh... So, and then they cut to, then they cut to Ikakumon actually shooting these, uh, harpoon torpedoes, and they aren't using a stock footage clip of him attacking. No, it's He's actually animation. in the desert, and they have multiple frames of animation of him, like, fluidly, like... Shooting off these missiles from his head. I just assumed than the ocean in that one episode. I just assumed that the entire animation budget of this episode was being spent on next episode, but they actually have new animation. Yeah, no, like he actually looks good in these, like in this, like half second of animation here. (laughs) Like, which is it reminds me. It actually kind of looks like the the fluidity we get out of Try and some of that, but just for a much more limited period of time. So. Uh, the Gazimon order all the um, dinosaur Digimon to chase after Ikakumon, who just shoots a Tyranimon and Monochromon in the face, and they turn to stone. <laughs> now, to be fair, now to be fair, they reuse that same one clip of Ikakumon several times. But <laughs> so that puts the Digimon death count at eight. 
Yeah, pretty much. And I would like to mention that in this shot of um the dinosaur Digimon charging at Ikakumon, there is a dinosaur roar that plays that is literally ripped right out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure it's a public domain, like, fake dinosaur noise. It's apparently if you listen close enough, you can even hear the kids screaming. Oh, oh, like that, literally, wow. literally, literally ripped shit. from you Jurassic Park. You have to include that. <laughs> what? Oh my god, that's amazing. Holy shit. So Matt comes up behind, he like snuck up behind them on Gururumon, um, and starts shooting at the Gazimon, who then chase him instead. Yeah, he gets, yeah, he gets like a, he gets like a backstab attack on all the Gazimon. So the Gazimon start chasing Matt, and the dinosaurs are all chasing Joe. Yeah. Um, and we go back to the control room, where... So I just want to make a quick note about the Gazimon. Like, this episode, like the last episode that they're featured in, I it finally dawned on me that they're all just Derek Stephen Prince doing different voices. <laughs> There's a lot of Gazimon in this episode. Up until now, we've seen, like, maybe three or four at a time. Yeah, there's all of them. There's, like, like what, five or six? Like, there's... So many! There's, like, 20 in this episode. Yeah, and there's several different, like, distinct voices that they have, but they're all clearly kind of still sound like Demi Devimon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we go back to the control room, and the Gazimon that didn't leave, uh, watching on the monitors, and they go, look, the kids are on the retreat. Um, and Edamon showing a weird amount of like prescience as well. Like yeah. he's not normally the smart. He is, well, like realizes weird. that it's weird for two of them to show up, attack everyone, and then run away. He says, "I don't like the smell of this." And then the Gazimon just immediately says, "It wasn't me, boss." But listen, <laughs> <laughs> ah, fart jokes. Uh, apparently, Dadamon is jamming the network still, and they can't find where he went. Which, why can they see outside the pyramid then? They've got cameras. But they yeah, those are, cameras yeah, they, they're, not, they're not IP cameras, they're just like connected to the serial ports or whatever. <laughs> like, they're local to the local pyramid. Local system, not Don't connected to the network. Don't let have you for this, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone understands this sort of stuff. So yes, outside. I'm using my in- extensive computer knowledge on this Digimon podcast. I mean, where yep. else could it be used? Exactly. Certainly not at my job. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs so Edamon jumps in his trailer, which I forgot Edamon's trailer on the back of it was just his face. I mean, yeah, he's a fucking narcissist. Like, He jumps on his trailer and chases after them. Um, and at which point Ty and Izzy jump out from underneath their camo blanket and head off towards the pyramid. And there's a really dumb gag about how Izzy forgot his name. Mimi thinks well, Izzy forgot his name because he says Roger. Yeah. God, like fucking it, hell. What? Mimi. Like it's one of those things where, okay, I get that a lot of those gags sometimes are to fill time. This was a case of that you could cut that out and nothing would have changed. Yeah. No, somebody somebody was really proud of themselves for writing <laughs> that one. It was probably that kid that came in last episode. <laughs> Hapes about himself came up with the joke and put it in. <laughs> like, wavy cigar, so you put that, that one in, you want to keep your jobs. Yeah, like... <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they... Oh god, he's like when George Lucas shows up to, uh, like, a LucasArts production thing and is... Everyone's just, like, like frozen? Trying to, like... Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's like making making jokes or talking about characters that can't possibly have interacted. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, these two characters are friends. This is a thing that actually happened, by the way. Well, just like, <laughs> like, just, I just want to imagine him Saban going, like, talking about Power Rangers and Digimon, going, you know, it, it rhymes. It's like poetry. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So they run into the pyramid, um, and they're trying to, you know find the passage down to the hidden pyramid because mm-hmm. god so many pyramids uh but it's blocked by rubble so they have to go down like another passageway okay, and okay 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 it's blocked by it's rubble it's not blocked by rubble at all <laughs> there's a bit of a wall that has crumbled and filled eh, maybe half of the hallway you can just walk around it they can yeah you can walk yeah, around yeah they can just it. walk right around this apparently it's blocked <laughs> Yeah, but so they have to go down another hallway, and for a split second, they're on one of the cameras, but the Gazimon on the screen doesn't see him, because apparently when there's, like, an assault on your base, you don't look at the cameras. Well, no, he just, he well, he, like, he notices it, but then he points out to another Gazimon, and he says, nah, it's probably just flies. <laughs> yeah, he says, do you notice anything on the middle monitor? And he says, yeah, you're attracting flies again. <laughs> I think that I think that was referencing back okay. to the, the fart joke earlier. Like you stink so much, you're attracting flies. Oh, like God. continuity in fart jokes, flies. but no continuity anywhere else in the show. Congratulations! <laughs> I like that the Gaz- I like that the Gazimon are so like disgruntled and uninterested in their jobs <laughs> that they just don't give a shit. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> give a shit either if I had to work for Edamon. I mean, they're basically <laughs> essentially the the proto henchmen from things like um. Venture Brothers, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. oh, I bet you the Gazimon show up at that one uh, villain, like, uh, dive bar, yeah. and, like, just compare notes with Guild of Calamitous Intent grunts. <laughs> yeah. So, back to Joe and Ikakumon, who are just, again, shooting explosives at the dinosaurs. Yeah, Ikakumon's doing a really good job of, like, yeah. holding off an entire army of Monochromon and, uh... Tyrannomon. Yeah, he's kind of MVP here. Like, there's definitely a good tank and DPS situation going with him <laughs> yeah. and Garurumon. Like, which I mean, to be fair, he he can shoot off multiple missiles in like a second. Like, he's a freaking <laughs> yeah, he's a, a freaking bombardment yeah. machine. He's, he's got good AOE threat management. So, despite Ikakumon doing really well, Mimi goes, "No, they need my help." They're like, Palmon, you have to digivolve. And Palmon digivolves in literally record just, time. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly, yeah. ca- so then it literally cactus. cuts to Togemon standing up. <laughs> like, yeah, like, just, Palmon, digivolve. And then Togemon and, is lifting Mimi. I want to see this as stage direction. Enter the giant boxing cactus. <laughs> Seriously, there was no sort of, like, anything in between these two frames. It was just Palmon that, and then Togemon lifting Mimi. Like, you honestly... That actually speaks That actually speaks to how much is going on in this episode, though, that not only did they not need filler, they literally didn't have time for Digivolve. <laughs> they couldn't even just put in the noise of, like, the old screeching modem sound of the Digivice activating. Like... Mm. Uh, yeah, so Togemon's lifting her out. And she says, TK, stay with Togemon under the blanket. And again, Tokomon, unbelievably cute. Yeah, because it's Tokomon. He hasn't opened his mouth yet. <laughs> I just want to mention that the animation of Togemon running into the distance, <laughs> which was not at all aligned with the background of the desert, <laughs> looks yeah, absolutely no. fucking hilarious. Yeah. 
It's pretty this good. Is no, because the, the desert, the the desert is the same thing they always do with like backgrounds in the digital world, where it's clearly just like a painting. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and they just had this running animation, and they kind of just like shifted it up the animation, so it's not running up the hill; it's just running forward, and then they slowly move it up the screen. Like, I noticed, like, yeah, it's, like, Tokemon isn't getting smaller as they get further away. They're just going higher. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, then we get... So, and then, like, we were talking about how it had some actual animation, and clearly that was too much for them, because <laughs> this next bit is, like, a storyboard sequence, yeah. where it's just these two drawings of, first it's Monochromon and Tyrannomon, and then a bunch of uh, Gazimon. Um, and it's just, like a single shot that they, like, pan the camera around. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, like... Edamon goes, I summon the Dark Network, and then blows up all of his own dudes. I will say, um... I won't give it too, mu- too much guff for this, just because I've noticed, noticed this even in, like, modern-day anime. It's because anime is just... You save as much fucking money as possible. Yeah. This happens no, even I... in Try. Yeah. When... I don't really... I don't really have a problem with it. In fact... If you slowed this down significantly and made it black and white and played some mournful music, it would almost be like a war documentary. <laughs> Ken Burns' Digimon what, what came to mind was in the second Try movie, the Mimi was running basically Hooters for like the school festival. Oh, right, when, yeah. When they had to do I had, a, dance had a weird number. disconnect for me a moment there. Sorry, just like, what? <laughs> what? They had to do like their little dance routine when the music started. And instead of them dancing, it's just like, quick, we have to dance. And then it was just still shots while music played. It just transitioned yeah, between for... them. That That's pretty egregious yeah. because dancing is one of the more kinetic things that yeah. you can try yeah, and like show. Yeah, like showing people being blown away by an explosion. Yeah, that makes sense to show in like a still shot, like for the most part. Yeah, like that's, dr- that's dramatic. That's artsy. Yeah, as long as you as animate as the initial be. explosion, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really laughing at the idea of a Ken Burns and Wormmon documentary. <laughs> Just panning oh, over Wormmon in sepia tone. Wormmon in a documentary would be amazing. Because his voice is wonderful. <laughs> Just him reading out letters between, like, the Digimon. Yeah, yeah letters, letters between Gazimon as, like, <laughs> we're looking at them getting massacred. Great, so, <laughs> I just, I don't understand what Edamon was trying to do here. Because he I says, think he summon was just... the dark network, and then there's, like, a giant fucking laser explosion kills all the dinosaurs. I think I think his hope was that he'd take out Joe and Ikakuman. He didn't really care who else got yeah, in the way. Yeah, he was just fine indiscriminately. a massive margin. I mean, and then I'm he a... never uses his laser explosion powers again. I mean, we're, again. Not, we're not claiming that Edamon is competent or <laughs> particularly good at what he does. Yeah. Never, we would never fucking apply that. Like, come on. Like, gone. Like, the only way he's been successful at all is because he's super OP over-leveled. Like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, He tells Joe that you're becoming a nuisance, and Joe says, well, yeah, it's because I'm a teenager. I like how Joe's just, like, he's so meek when saying, well, yeah, it's because I'm a teenager. Like, it's so... you're not. You're 11. (laughs) Or 12, however old you are. (laughs) I know, I thought he was the one 13-year-old. No, he's... I think most people are 10, and he's 11. 
Well, now I have to look at this. Now we're venturing into the fucking <laughs> it's wiki. In the, it's different between the dub and the sub as well. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. True. Um, so back to Dynamon and Sora, where Sora's like, what was that huge explosion? He says, oh, yeah, your friends are coming so- to get you. Don't worry. Yeah, the Sora clone's at about 90% right now. Hmm. <laughs> so we go back to the Gazimon in the control room. Uh who've rewinded the tape and go, look, I told you there was something there when he sees Ty and Izzy. Um, and then they start moving out to go stop them. And all of a sudden, the theme song starts to play. Yeah, so they didn't get to use it earlier because nobody digivolved like, in an actual sequence. So they're like, well, we got to use it somewhere. But they aren't doing anything theme song worthy. They're just kind of running away and getting their asses kicked. Yeah, but once again, they give Ikakumon so much animation here. Yeah, Ikakumon like, actually runs. Which looks and hilarious, like when they're, he's a and giant like, walrus, man. <laughs> and then, like, in the explosion, like, he comes to a stop, and, like, his fur kind of flies around, and, like, yeah. he dodges, he dodges. Like, there's so many frames of animation of Ikakumon here, and nobody else. Yeah. Well, I know who the best character is, so. I mean, like, even, even Joe, like, next to Ikakumon, who has multiple frames of, a, like, a run cycle, Joe is just the normal, like, two-frame, one-leg, other leg. Even, yeah. like, Ikakumon actually has shading on him, I just realized, and no one else does. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, no, Ikakumon it's like, is the best. Like, there so. was seriously just it's a like straight when you're, Ikakumon It's like fan. when you're playing... It's like when you're playing a console game that can just barely, like, run on the console, and, like, the primary things you have to interact with are running at 60 frames per second, but everything else, like, anything farther away is, like, way lower (laughs) frame rate. It's so weird. It looks like a Kakamon came from Try into this version of Digimon. (laughs) Which is weird. It just shows, like, the people who made this... Agree with us that like Gomamon and his Digivolutions are the best characters on the show. Yeah, that's where you got to put the budget. I still have a soft spot for Garumon, despite whatever that may imply about me, which is false. <laughs> have you heard of oh, no, Garumon's great? What was that, Tyler? Have you heard of Gururumon? What? <laughs> it's a, it's not Gururumon. Very similar to Gururumon. There's slightly different shading on his stripes and has the stripes in different places. You're, you're bullshitting me. No, I am not. It's now, real. when you say goo, do you mean like G-O-O? G-U. Is he, like, made of slime? No. Oh, God, no, you're right. That is just guru... What? Gururumon is a so gururumon. So that's just a gururumon that's become blue. an expert at something, that, right? That's a, that's a shiny gururumon. <laughs> yeah. That's a shiny gururumon. <laughs> that's literally what it is. It's a gururumon with, like, different colored stripes. Wait. Are they puke green? No, they're, like, purple instead of blue. Oh yeah, that'd work. It's I don't wait, know why hold he on, exists, how did, wait, but he does. This, this is confusing me because how did Garurumon become the main one when Gururumon makes more sense because Guru is the Japanese automatopoeia for a canine growl? And Guru basically know. doesn't mean anything. I don't know. Oh, apparently it's, I think oh, the answer it's, to it's the... apparently the automatopoeia for a wolf's growl specifically. Oh, so it makes even more sense. So, so Gururumon is more domesticated. Yeah, I guess. Even though they look exactly the same. Oh, fucking. What? No, I'm closing the wiki. God damn it. (laughs) Hey, I just want to point out that I'm not the one who drug us into the wiki this time. No, you didn't, but still, god damn it. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I just like I don't know why you're so baffled by this. Like palette swaps are the most common thing for Digimon. Oh, I'm not saying I'm baffled, like, just more the fact that they kept that similar of a name as well. Like Yeah, like I'm surprised it wasn't like Data Garurumon or like p- just purple yeah. Garurumon. Yeah. How many I'm I know there's a black Garurumon because there's a black everyone. <laughs> uh <laughs> Freezing mm. the dual, mm. especially in lights of especially yeah, in light of recent I events. I don't like the way I said black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, mm. let's let's move on from that, just because we need to. We need to go, 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 go. So, Edamon is surrounded by the other three Digimon, um, and they're like. So, all that advice Izzy gave us about not fighting Edamon, let's just ignore that. Yeah, fuck it. Like, what the hell? And they all shoot their attacks at him and just don't do anything. Yeah, no, like, Edamon's tapped into the Matrix here. Like, (laughs) he just freaking dodges everything. He dodges all of um, Togemon's needles. Well, no, I like the fact that he... I actually kind of like this animation. He, like, comedically dodges the side of one foot to uh, with the um, Howling Blast. He then actually, like... Deflects all the needles from Togemon, and they all yeah, yeah, they all no, fall. He's, like... a, he's a high he's a high level monk. Yeah. And he uses the deflect projectile <laughs> ability to throw them towards. They Kakumon. all land on the ground near Kakumon. And those needles are fucking huge. Yeah, by the way. they're like like three times the size of Joe. <laughs> like, <laughs> so after they all failed to hit him with their attacks, Garurumon just charges at him because he's stupid, I guess. Yep. I mean, he's a wolf. What do you want? Yeah, he's working basic instinct. Yeah. And then he just gets swatted away. And then Ikaku. Matt actually like, sc- Matt actually like scolds him. He's like, Garurumon! Yeah, just like, wait, no, yeah. what the hell? But I love this. Ikakumon's like, I'm gonna back you up and runs in. And after Garurumon gets swatted away, Edamon just bounces him up and down on oh, no, his I like fist the... for about eight seconds. Well, I like that Ikakumon's tactic is he's going to body slam Edamon. Like, well, he what are you going to do if him. you're a giant fucking walrus? Yeah, it makes sense. He just lands on Edamon, and then Edamon just starts... It's kind of vicious, actually. He does bounce him on just his fist, repeatedly. That must have fucking hurt. Yeah, and then he just chucks him to the side next to Garurumon. And then Togemon tries to needle spray him, uh, and he just catches the needles and throws them back at her in the yeah. face. He catches them in yeah. Yeah. he catches them in both hands and one foot. Yeah. yeah, and then he throws them and they hit her back in her fucking face. Yep, it's kind of vicious. Like, yeah, poor Togemon. Okay, <laughs> so I think we missed it, but at one point, uh, Edamon calls Ikakumon a goat. Which yeah, is does. incredibly not accurate, but it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. I mean, he's a woolly horned creature. Do. You know, like... <laughs> Edamon is bad at animals. Look at his costume. Yep. So, Edamon starts singing, and presumably this is the same the as his Dark literally... power. He's just a really yeah. bad singer, because Ikakumon yeah. goes, Oh, I can't stand it, and turns back into Gomamon. The subtitles literally just say, singing badly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they all turn back into their rookies. Um, which, you know, yeah, yeah, the- he did it again. It's the third time he's done that. I mean, it's a- We actually get, a Sorry, we actually get, like, a full, like, uh, silhouetted, like, devolve sequence for Togemon into Palmon, which I like. Yeah. Like, I really, really like cool. whenever we get actually, like, morphic 
animations for them changing form. Yeah. Yeah. Which is gonna which is gonna be really great in about eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh apparently Edamon has like a radio? Yeah, like they never establish this, this happens you're times. voice telling yeah. Edamon that they found the kids in the pyramid. Well, but like no something, boy. Right, he's something in a suit, right? Like he could be wearing a headset under there. It does look like he I does guess. have a headset underneath, like his ears. Which which would make sense because if he's a performer, he probably would have one. Because most of the time, yeah, when you're I on guess. stage, you need one. Yeah. This is- Weird, because we just hear this Gazimon's voice. Like, there's not there's even no like, there's not even like radio static. Or just like, hey, Edamon, so shit's getting fun. I mean, yeah, like, like they're breaking one of the fundamental rules of TV, which is when somebody's actually speaking, you have to show something to indicate that it's not that it's diegetic. Yeah, precisely. Because <laughs> when you don't, because when you can't see a source for a voice, it doesn't play right. I mean, that's how we got fucking Ghost Girl in the last episode. No, I don't think that's how we got Ghost Girl. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that was an actual that was an actual ghost inhabiting the master copy of the episode. True. <laughs> so they tell him we found the other kids in the pyramid. Edamon very loudly wonders just, hmm, why would they do that? Unless Edamon never really left the pyramid. He's real smart, but not yeah, as like smart he, as me. And like he puts this together super quick. Yeah. And then he turns around and all the other kids run away. <laughs> Because he was just looking at the pyramid, going, "Hmm, what's going on?" He was just soliloquizing. On? That's the thing. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. So, okay, I take that back. It looked, that. it looked like he put that together super fast. But what they did was they cut it together, and it was really like a ten-minute thing where he was putting puzzling it all out. <laughs> yeah, just, and the the kids all ran away and they hid under the blanket again. I just, I just imagine like while he's standing there in actual real time, it's just a Jeopardy waiting theme playing. Just. Yeah, I want to see the extended cut of this where it pans out and you can see the kids behind him like looking at him like puzzled for a little bit and then realizing, oh, he's not paying attention, just sort of walking off. Yep, just slowly sliding away because like they're they're a long way away from the blanket where they originally hide underneath and now they're back underneath it. It took them a while to actually get away. Because they ran really far away. Like I get it in most cartoons whenever like all the villain is distracted for a second and turns around and oh there's no one there because like it's usually in an environment that allows for that like well yeah but well yeah and desert. it's usually like cartoonified where like you see him go zipping off or yeah. whatever and or like yeah, yeah, there's, nope, or there's, not here there's some sort of smoke bomb or distraction this is just like it's the desert like they had time yeah. to get away well and the thing is like you need to get the fuck out because you can see a really long ways in the desert yeah mm-hmm. turns out like That's what they you can't the, the sneak blanket off for. when you're in the desert yeah so, instead of going, maybe I should look for them, Edamon goes, nah, I'll go kill the ones in the pyramid first. I mean, at least he knows back. where they I are. I mean, yeah. and yeah, like, that's not a bad strategy. Yeah, here. and he also thinks Dardamon's there, and he really wants to kill him, so. Again, he's correct. He just doesn't realize, like, <laughs> how correct he is. So, Ty and Izzy are uh, in the pyramid, and there's Gazimon everywhere looking for them. Yeah, like, the alert around. has gone off now, and, like, Every single every single enemy on the reticle is red, and <laughs> this is basically like in Splinter yeah, Cell. Gonna... You accidentally fired an unsilenced shot. Like you're yeah. fucked. Yep. <laughs> I'm just imagining so... the Metal Gear Solid like alert theme playing. Like, well, well, they are in the desert, so that would make this Metal Gear Solid Five, which means they can just gun, run, and gun, and they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they'll be right. You don't need to stealth at all in that game. 
so uh, they're getting ready to sneak past the Gazimon down the passage to the secret pyramid when Edamon just kind of crashes through the roof above them. <laughs> yep. And jumps down. Isn't this his pyramid? Like, I didn't he know he gives a, a shit respect anymore. for his own property. He just doesn't care at so, this point. Yeah, to the point where he defies the rules of the pyramid. <laughs> yes, because Tiny <laughs> you run through one of the fake walls that you can just walk through. Which Edamon them. then punches down. I saw I was just like, he defied the rules of the pyramid. That's an amazing <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but he punches through one of the fake walls. How? He punches through a wall that doesn't physically exist. He just puts his fist through and it crumbles. There's nothing, it's not a real wall. <laughs> he punch. He punched the illusion. <laughs> wait he's just that overpowered wait do you think yeah well that overpowered or do you think he has like warhammer 40k orc level oh, like in, stupidity yeah, to the point like he, where yeah. he doesn't he doesn't realize it's a fake wall so it becomes real to him that's <laughs> <laughs> how the digital world works isn't it I mean they made that fridge appear with sure. eggs Mm. With that, that fridge basically means whatever the shit we want to be real is real. That fridge has allowed us free reign to anything else in this show. So, it's, yeah. Tenso to Mon- use computer parlance, it's our back door into the digital world. <laughs> yeah. So Tensomon digivolves to hold him off when Izzy tells Tidy, you, know, you go ahead and find Sora. We'll yeah. hold him yeah, off. I like I like this. They're like, we'll have a single champion level hold him off when he just like wrecked three of them. Yep. <laughs> At the same time. Uh so Ty and Agumon run through a couple more fake walls and they reach the electrified wall. And, and to Agumon... be fair, like he literally holds him off. Like he digivolves yeah. and then immediately sticks his horn in front of Edamon well, and like huge. blocks him. He takes up like the entire passageway. I actually do like that they keep that consistent. That what, that Kabutarimon's big. Well, no, the fact that all the Digimon when they digivolve are fucking enormous. <laughs> like yeah, like they don't, fit, they don't fit. They size indoors. is so inconsistent. I know, true, but that that's yeah. At this point, it is nice that they. At least keep in mind the fact that, yeah. oh, they're in, like, it may be a big passageway for them, but it's a cramped hallway for any champion level. Yeah. Um, so they reach the electrified wall, and Agumon says, you know, I could just break it down for you. Which, to yeah, do t- that. Just do that. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, you know, practicality this is... sort of should rule here, but Ty has Ty has, morals. like, a character moment. Yeah, like Where? no, this is this is actually a good character moment. Yeah, which, it is. I mean, I'm bear in mind I'm praising Ty here, so that's, <laughs> that's yeah, like, that's pretty significant. It's taken yeah. us twenty like, episodes to actually give Ty proper praise for something he deserves. Yeah. Like his his specific line is, like he says, "No, like thanks, uh, thanks, but you know, if I don't do this on my own here and now, I might never be able to. Yeah. Like, this isn't about what's practical. This is about I have to face my fears here, or they'll dominate me forever." Yeah, he says, yeah. You know, a person has to face it themselves before they face the enemy," which is pretty good, honestly. Like, it's a nice little lesson. Yeah, like, yeah, like if I, yeah, like and if I don't actually confront kind of this here, I could see do it because if he didn't, they'd all be dead. Yeah, yeah, like. Ignore ignoring the like plot contrivance of the crests and whatever, like 
there's the general point of, okay, I've got to deal with my, like, fear now, or else I might seize up when we're, like, trying to fight Edamon, and then we'll die. <laughs> well, yeah, he, um, does that thing where he walks up, and he starts shaking, but he puts his hand through the wall, and he's like, it's a fake! Which, alright, cool. And yeah. you notice underneath his shirt while he's doing it, his crest is glowing. Which it no longer is glowing in the immediate scene afterwards. But, eh. I mean, you you only need to get it to glow once. Yeah. So I mean, he 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 primed it, and then it can it can activate later. Now, I mean, that's it's yeah, cool. Like he's that, that's he's kind holding of how the, the charge. Work is that you need to show the attribute, and then they just glow, and then you can just kind of use them whenever. Which is like, cause I'm pretty sure in try, because they lose the crests. That in try, they need to show the attribute every single time. Oh god, that'd be that'd be exhausting. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just want to imagine. I mean, it, it depends on it depends on what your crest is, really. I just imagine mm. Matt like every time his crest activates, he just oh fine, he just runs out and like goes to a vending machine and buys someone a can of soda. Just goes there. <laughs> <laughs> Because the whole thing in the first episode was they made Omnimon immediately after Ty was like, okay, yeah, we might blow up half the city, but we need to do it anyway. Yeah. And then Matt was, like, supporting him by holding him up when he was getting knocked down and shit. Yeah. And that's why they could make Omnimon. Meanwhile, Joe just has to pay a bill. <laughs> no, Joe just had to turn up. Like, literally, all he had to do was turn up. Um, yeah, so... Edamon has just throw Carpenterimon just tumbles down the stairs and Edamon like pulls up one of his arms and goes, Oh hey, how's it going? <laughs> Edamon pulls up two of his arms, like he's he's trying to put Kabuterimon in like a hold, but Kabuterimon has way too many arms for him to be able to do that. They didn't treat they didn't train me how to you know, perform Krav Maga and bugs, like <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Agumon digivolves to Greymon. And Ty's like, I'll go get Sora. And he runs through the wall. Uh, and he So sees... you know how we talked about, you know how you mentioned a little bit ago that the Digivolve sequence has the, like, modem noises? Apparently, the way they tried to describe that in the subtitles this week are celestial sounds. Oh. Apparently, whoever subtitled Netflix thinks heaven sounds like a computer. <laughs> <laughs> I know many people who that would appeal to. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Ty runs through the wall, and he sees the Sora clone, because she's got, like, blank eyes and everything, and she's just standing next yeah. to the other one. she's standing, she's standing in, like, the only way this could have been better is if she was in a T-pose. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's just, like, motionless, like an NPC that but, hasn't been activated I mean, yet. Being motionless in this show isn't exactly something notable. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So, um... Yeah, he notices Beomon and the real Sora on, you know, way over that side of the room. Uh, yeah, he has, like, shout to talk to her. Yeah, and Dardamon's like, I'll just give my Sora the new, the magic crest and she'll become the new Sora. That's so, like, not how that works. No, I I like the idea that Dardamon didn't fully think this through or, like, doesn't really understand how any of this works. Like, he knows how to make the copy and he's just kind of hoping that, okay, if I just, like, connect all this stuff, it'll be like Frosty the Snowman's magic hat <laughs> come to life. I just, this scene is so incredibly bad, I can't help but love it. Because he's got his weird arms coming out of the console, slowly moving towards the fake Sora with yeah, the crest yeah, and Digimon. They're moving, 
they're moving so fucking slow. And Todd's like, yeah, whatever, I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stop you. He just runs up and grabs them and runs towards Sora. Yeah, like, Across there was this nowhere huge room. And Dynamon's just like, curses! I can't do anything to stop you! If only I had more trinkets and miscellaneous knickknacks to get this way! This room is fucking huge! There's so much time! You've got extendable arms and you shoot rockets from your fingers! Yeah, Yeah, but those arms only move at, like, a foot a minute. (laughs) Yeah, by the time his arm would actually reach where Ty was, it'd have to loop back around to catch him. <laughs> yeah. Dynamon's just like, you stop what you're doing immediately. It doesn't do anything to stop him. <laughs> no, it's not like he has I mean, to or be fair, like Yeah. To be fair, his reaction is pretty effective in that he just like opens the floor beneath Sora. Yeah. So yeah. Ty reaches Sora at the table and suddenly the table just disappears, the floor disappears, and there's just a huge black hole in the ground. <laughs> Which, alright, cool, you just deleted that section of the room? Like, like, he's he's basically doing the you-didn't-win move. <laughs> uh, like, okay, fine, you stole the tag and the crest, but I'm just gonna kill your friend, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, because he goes to drop Sora in a pit, but Ty catches her. He's like, Beamon, quick, help me! She's chained to the wall, dude, sorry. Yeah, like... <laughs> Although she does help him by pointing out something that he's too stupid to realize. What's that? I didn't even notice that. Well, was that? Yeah, she says, says Ty, the crest. Yeah, like, he like, just gives Sora her Digivising crest. Like, yeah. Like, just so, give her her stuff and I can Digivolve and this won't be a problem anymore. Like, <laughs> so Dardamon finally does something. He runs over and he says, down there in that pit, there's like this big sort of like jumble of cables and stuff. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I uh, think that is the dark network. Like, that's the hub of it Yeah, or he says it's... Down the hall is the center of Edamon's dark network. And he tries to, like... He grabs Sora's arm and tries to just, like, force her to let go of Ty. Um, and then Ty's just like, yeah, no. And he throws the Digivice and Crest to Sora, which... If she didn't catch those, by the way, yeah, oh, no, so they'd be fucked. gone forever. Yep, because we'll we'll find out in a moment. Literally everything that touches, well, just about everything that touches that like mass of cables or whatever just vaporizes. Yep. Yeah. So Beamon Digivolves, scoops them well, out of the hole. And here's the thing: like, there was really no danger of her not catching them because, like, they basically came to a complete stop before like <laughs> she reached him like they slowed down as they approached her and then she just kind of reached out and grabbed them while they were floating in front of her it's kind of like how they got the digivices originally right it's like there's some weird like gravity doesn't affect them when they're <laughs> next to the person who owns them i guess so yeah bergeron scoops them out of the hole and flies away while daedamon's just like curses and waves his arms around <laughs> so we go it's like back. a it's like an old school Batman like one of those uh really low budget Batman videos that would play before movies in like the forties. Mm. Where it's like like a really poorly thought out plan that isn't acted out very well and like Batman just kinda shows up and kinda foils it just by being there 
And the villain just stands there and is like, well, curse you, Batman. There's nothing I can do about this. <laughs> I'm literally only able to do the things I plan. <laughs> so you're back to Edamon fighting Kabutarimon and Greymon. Did they just, like, trade places? Because now Edamon's got his back to the electric wall. And Kabutarimon and Greymon are at the entrance. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of All sense, because right. yeah. Kabuterimon and Greymon are supposed to be holding him off from there. Like, why wouldn't yeah. he just run through? Yeah. Like, why couldn't he just ignore them? It's convenient, because Bergeron busts down the wall behind them, and buries yeah, him under it's the not... electrified rubble. Yeah, apparently the entire thing wasn't fake, because he's getting <laughs> zapped. Yeah, he just gets electrified. So, they immediately like, yeah, we're free! And they bust out of the pyramid straight away, even though they are, you know, more than one pyramid underground right now. Yeah. <laughs> and some, <clears throat> and somehow the others knew that they were coming because they're running towards the pyramid. For yeah. So, no so yeah, they call out and say, the hey, the hey, there are the others. It cuts to the others running towards the pyramid, still a fair distance away. And then the wall bursts down and tie. Yeah. And everyone yeah. Else are like, so it's like, how did you know that? What? Yeah. Well, it's well, it's because, and I'll get, I'll come back to this in a m few minutes. Um, it's because Ty has the script. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we go back to Dalamod. He's like, "Man, without the crest, this Sora is useless," and just deletes her. She just vanishes. Yeah, that's that's it's pretty messed brutal. up. Like, thank. Thank God he hadn't given her his soul yet or whatever he was going to do, because that's horrifying. <laughs> so, what was the point of that entire plot? <laughs> Just a clone yeah. Sora turns up for five minutes and then gets deleted? Like, they didn't even get the fun of a clone story of, like, giving the clone free will. Yeah! We won't get to, th we won't get to that story for another, like, 60, 70 episodes. Yeah. God, I hate Blackwall Greymon. Wait, what? He's awful. Do you not remember that? Yeah, I do. It was it wasn't that bad. Like he had he had some good pathos. Yeah. For like one scene. We'll get to that when we get to him. Tyler, I it, wait. I'm sorry. What's like no. <laughs> you, you don't like Blackwall Greymon? I liked him for that one scene with Agumon. That's but, it. I, what? I'm sorry, what? Blackwall Greymon does not show up for at least another 50 or 60 episodes. I'm just saying, so, Blackwall Greymon's We're like, moving on. F fine, fine. But I'm gonna, I'll wait until we get there because my memories of him are from when I was like 15, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're in Dardamon's room and Edamon's like, yeah, I'm gonna beat you up. Then Dalamon's just like, the floor! And the floor disappears. <laughs> just, just the way he yells it, like... It's alright, cool, the floor's disappearing. Like, he forgot that, like, yeah, he opened a f up a fucking portal to a goddamn, like, horrible nightmare network, like... Yeah. Uh, Edamon's like, oh no, and he starts hanging on to the computer console, and Dalamon grabs him by the leg, and he says, well, I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, it's a good plan, even though it doesn't really work out that way. 
Uh, he, like, shoots some missiles into the network core, which he says are viruses. Yeah, okay. that apparently, like, create, calls the network to continue to spread and yeah, basically it says it will consume. grow and yeah. absorb all dark energy in the cosmos. What does which, that mean? <laughs> like, that seems well, really I mean, fucking good. Basically, basically, what it turns out to mean is it just kind of like is a magnet for virus type Digimon. I guess, yeah. yeah and they just kind of die when they touch it. Because, because we'll, well, yeah. here's well, the thing. Like, I don't know how to interpret what hap- what this next scene it is actually happening because you s- we cut outside the pyramid and we see. All the Tyrannomon and Gazimon and Monochromon getting sucked towards the pyramid while the Digidestined and all their Digimon are just running to- forward back, I assume, towards the Sphinx. And I can't tell if it's just incredibly shitty perspective and they're far away from this all, or if they just aren't getting pulled towards it like they the other Digimon. They're just getting pulled in, because he says it absorbs dark energy. Yeah. So I assume it only pulls in... Uh, the evil Digimon, but, like or the virus the way Digimon. that like it's very clearly two different like planes. Yeah, it's because the the visual effect reminds me of the horribly done por- forced perspective shots in like Sentai shows. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, shit, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, all the dinosaur Digimon and the Gazimon and stuff are getting sucked into the core. And as soon as they touch it, they just, like, die. They just shatter <laughs> yeah. into a so, million pieces or whatever the, whatever you want to so call that a, animation. Um, so, unless somebody's been doing some very meticulous record-keeping, we're going to have to make the Digimon death count an estimate. <laughs> yeah, because... There's, there's at least, like, we're in six the dozens. Digimon die here. In this oh, no, one we're in scene, the dozens. And there were yeah, so we're in the many dozens. dinosaurs. There were there were probably like fifteen to twenty individual Digimon yeah. just surrounding the pyramid earlier. Just because I don't want to have to count. Let's just say we're at twenty after this because it's a nice round number. Sure, we reached twenty deaths by episode twenty. Yay! Average one death per. Episode. Can we can we make it twenty four? Because that's more <laughs> more reasonable. Like that's. Well, well it would have to be, it that's would have to be a, that's a six... three because then we add Datamon. Because he, he falls All right, fair in. enough. Yep, fair enough. I just I, I want it I want it to be a, a value that we could easily make using RAM modules. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Joel. <laughs> so yeah, Edamon uh, slips from his um, console. And Datamon's still hanging off his leg. As soon as he touches it, he disappears. And Edamon, instead of dying instantly, just kind of like slips into it. Like he, he yeah, sinks like he's, to he like puts his, his yeah, he puts his arms down, and it's like he's holding himself from getting sucked in all the way. Yeah, and then all the cables like kind of just insert themselves into him. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gnarly. Mm. So the pyramid just kind of crumbles. In, with, like, these big rays of light coming out of it. I thought it was going to explode, but it just crumbles. Yeah. Well, no, it actually imploded. It got sucked into the dark network. Yeah. Because yeah. Edamon rises up with the giant jumble of cables, like, fused to him. And also, he, also, like he got swole as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's fucking buff. 
with this giant jumble of cables just riding on top of it. It's like it's a sphere that's just floating with him on top. And the, like, space around him is getting sucked towards him. Yeah, because you can see all the sand in the desert just floating up to his weird cables. There's actually... There's actually a good shot. Like, it's still a really simplistic animation, but, like, they cut to a, a shot of the, like, the good guys teamed up or whatever. And you can see on the edge, like, the sand, like, moving down, like, getting sucked off camera towards Edamon, which, yeah. like, that's an attention to detail this show doesn't normally employ. And he's just, Bergeramon and Kabuterimon shoot their attacks at him, and they just, the same thing that happened to the Digimon that touched it, just disappear. Yeah, like, disintegrate. Yeah, and then he starts to, like, throw those weird orb attacks he had. He starts throwing them. <laughs> He's got really shit and... accuracy, because he just misses. Yep. Uh, and it, like, and it's a good thing, mountains. too, because apparently they contain the power of a cheap uh, Adobe Premiere effect. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> they, when it, whatever he hits is uh, cursed by the swirl function. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's like a blender effect. Like, the yeah, cheapest-ass blender effect. swirling it. And then, like, he's disintegrating everything. And he hits the Sphinx, so bye-bye Wizard Tunnel. Aww. Mimi says he melted it, and Izzy correctly states that melting doesn't exactly cover it. No, like... No, because it's literally just swirling. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Ty's like, you know what? Screw this, I'm gonna stop him. Uh, his crest starts glowing, and he just runs forward with Greymon. He's like, let's go! Um, and then comes probably my favorite line in this episode. Says, I'm not afraid of you, you big meanie. Come down here and fight like a mon. God damn it! I love. <laughs> oh, I that thought joke. I thought maybe I thought maybe you were talking about uh, Edamon's weird knowledge of like Earth sports. Because he says, <laughs> "Oh, what do we have here, sports fans? A new batter steps up to the plate." <laughs> well, I mean, he did own like a Coliseum soccer field. Yeah, but oh, well, I guess baseball is actually super popular in Japan, yeah, so it, it makes sense yeah. that would leak over too. Yeah. Uh, so none of the other kids do anything. <laughs> They're just like Ty, no, standing completely still because there's no animation. Also, I mean, who wants to approach the fucking terrifying ball of death piloted by a monkey man? Like, like they very accurately state, no, Ty, you're gonna die. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes, that is what would happen if not for... Plot contrivance. Yes. Yeah. So, Greymon gets smacked in the face by one of the Edamon orbs, and for some reason doesn't get swirled, because... Luck. I, I feel like he dodged it at the very last second. It, it hit him in the face, though, because he gets knocked over. I feel like just like, Greymon Ugh. can't... He can't do the Neo dodge, so he just falls over on his back. Because <laughs> he's too fat. I mean, hey, no, no, no body shaming Digimon. <laughs> so, Ty's Digivice turns orange and starts to glow, because that's what his Digivice does when the crest activates. Uh, and Greymon Digivolves. Properly, this time. Hooray! Yeah, no, we get a really... No evil skull monster. We get a really awkward, like, line, though, where he says, Ty, yeah. your courage is giving me strength! I can digivolve again! <laughs> could have just left that out. Yeah, you really could have. great. So Tentomon does the analyzer for Metal Greymon. Okay, says, okay, I just I, need to... We just need to actually talk about this sequence. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to talk about the digivolution sequence, Tyler? Yeah, I suppose... We so, got, like, like I mentioned, 
Yeah. But so like I mentioned uh, slightly earlier, like I love I love transformation sequences where you can like follow the transformation. Like there's actually like morphic effects and like you can see it becoming going from one thing to another. Yeah, and the ultimate ninja evolution sequences, sequences are, are really... fantastic yeah, for that. Yeah, they're pretty they're honestly really I don't cool. really like the Metal Greymon one because it's CG. It looks gross. But I mean, Oh yeah, no, it's this is this is um this is mainframe studios level like 90s mm-hmm. cg yeah so the only so CG i mean that's not great sequences we get are metal graymon and the two megas because they're like the big it, ones uh, gr- for some reason it, they have to be where Grumon also cg no i don't think so is he no i'm pretty sure if, he is if anyone cause... was he would be I, I am he is you're right yeah he is yeah it's it's yeah. cuz it's basically matt and ty get the cg yeah. ones they get the budget. Well, which, oddly enough, <laughs> mm. ages poorly compared to the others. Very poorly. Yeah. So, oh, that yeah, but yeah, so anyway, to actually describe it, like, tamers, it actually, it's, so it starts with Greymon, and unlike the, um, the Rookie 2, um, champion stuff where it's just, they spin around and then bam, they're the new thing, like, they actually take the time to show, like, pieces of them changing from one to the other. Yeah, so, so he, like, like one of his... his hand and it turns metal and yeah, so he gets this giant, giant ass like claw thing on one arm, and then his uh, like bone skull like his cubone, his whatever. cubone head. Yeah, turn turns metal as well, and then he sprouts wings out of his back, and he also grows like... hair. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, he gets like he gets like red um, feathered I'm, hair. I'm he's. I was gonna say he's a he's a dinosaur, so I assume those are feathers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets plumage. Yeah, yeah. Although I do love and... though, like <laughs> he just has the the dopiest eyes, even underneath that metal helmet. Yeah. Oh, they're like dead eyes, like just like wide that... open, no yeah. like emotion shown in them. Like you could replace those with googly eyes, and they'd have more yeah. like life to them. And yeah, he also gets much. his his boob rockets so, as well. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing about Metal Greymon. As much as I like the actual sequence for him, his design is freaking garbage. The, it is actually the worst of the Ultimates. Like, like it's yeah. like you know how there's that late somewhat lazy criticism of Digimon, where it's like, well, they just take a thing and they add more things to it, and that's a Digimon, and it's like. Yeah, in this case, they're right. Yeah, it's just like, Greymon it's just... with a metal arm, like a chest plate, wings, a helmet, and hair. Like at least, like it's yeah, like at it's least... like, and it's like it's just like slammed on there too. Like they make no attempts to integrate it naturally. With also, the he's like three times or... the size. Yeah, <laughs> like at least Garumon. Oh yeah, no, he's fucking huge. At least Garumon becomes a bipedal creature that has also like yeah. cool g- ripped jeans and the like leather shoulder yeah, pad. Yeah, no, like like he turns into a sexy wolf man. Like that's <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like that's the that makes some kind of sense like yeah. It's it's not just bolting shit onto him. He actually does change himself. Yeah. Whereas that's it's just Greymon with more stuff. Yeah, it's really weak and like Greymon with more the, guns. The my understanding is this is the original version of Metal Greymon, but the virus type version where he's like all blue that one makes came a little first. more sense. 
Yeah, that makes a little more sense because the the lore behind it states that it's a Greymon that intentionally like fit itself with cybernetic pieces that were harvested from an Andromon, and like just due to those horrifying. just getting like bolted to his organic parts, like the rest of him starts dying. Mm. So that's why he's blue. Because he showed like, up first because he was in uh, Digimon World, which came out before the show. Yeah. Right. And also in like the V pets, but they didn't have anything resembling enough detail yeah. to even come close. <laughs> so yeah, Tentomon does the analyzer entry for him. Yeah, where... and we got a different like analyzer like background. Yeah, it's a new analyzer background as well. But he calls his attack Giza Destroyer. Which is wrong on multiple levels. Because like it's Giga Destroyer in Japan. But they don't say Giza. Yeah. They still say Giga. And, yep. And they don't call it Giga Destroyer in English. It's Giga Blaster in English. Yep. So it's like, something got fucked up in the script. <laughs> hmm. Like, if he was going to mispronounce Giga, he could at least do the good version and call it <laughs> Giga Destroyer. Uh, I would have preferred Giga. Hmm. Come on, Doc Brown. I know, but... <laughs> Yeah, so Ty just starts, like, holding out the crest and yelling about it. It's like, use the power of the crest. I have a crest. Yeah, Look no. at my crest. So, yeah, <laughs> so you know how I mentioned You know how I mentioned Ty had the script? He's consulting it right now because yeah. he gives the most wooden deliveries. Just, Edamon is everybody's enemy. Use the power of the crest. It's like, I don't think he has, really has to convince Metal Greymon. Like... <laughs> <laughs> also, Metal Greymon has no lines. Beyond saying his own name, and also he also has blaster. Oh yeah, he says he that too. also he also has like they realize they ran out of budget at this point because he moves so stiffly. Oh yeah, yeah. he's so just he straight just, up like a still image being moved against a moving background. Yeah. He just he moves forward and like headbutts Edamon's orb thing, and then he starts glowing because you know the power of the crest. I don't Wait, think this I happens mean, with anyone got... else. This doesn't ever it's... happen again. No, but he, I mean, beyond it, like it the end of... of the show where they all start to glow, it kind of happens again, just without the visual effects. Like he has the classic cartoon and anime trope of first time power up, like bonus. Yeah, where like <laughs> he's way more powerful than literally everything else for this one time only because yeah. it's his first time. He never gets this strong ever again. Yeah. Poor Metal Greymon. Um, so he shoots yeah, the Yeah, anyway, he like, stands completely... Yeah, he stands completely still, says, calls out the name of his attack, then the plates in his boobs open up, <laughs> and he fires off two missiles with faces two, on them. Yeah, two black, angry, eyeless flesh missiles. Yeah, they're gross. I didn't think they're, anything was more gross can, than Skull Greymon's They didn't even mission. make well, the, I was going to um, say, in fairness, in fairness, they're less gross than his other ultimate forms. I'll give him that. But ah, they, yeah, they didn't even make, like, the animation, the stock animation for Giga Blaster. It's, he's just perfectly still, and then the missiles shoot out. Yeah. He doesn't move or anything. I mean, yeah, yeah it's bad. Um, I do like, because it, it starts destroying... Edamon's thing in the same sort of spiral way he was destroying everything. And Edamon yells out, You can't kill me, I'm just too important to die. Which, I <laughs> mean, to be fair, they don't kill him. 
yeah, they don't kill him, but everyone thinks they kill him because he disappears. Uh, suddenly, the big spiral that he got destroyed in starts sucking everything in around it. And Ty's like flying forward. Male Greymon catches him with his claw. He yeah. just like sticks it in again, the sand. Uh, yeah, again, pointing out how fucking stiff he is. His claw moves slightly and his head tilts down a little bit. And that's yep. it. That's yep. how he catches Ty. Well, the, the reason that they have no animation in this scene is because of the next scene. So yeah. Metal Greymon also gets sucked in. He just gets flung into the air. Uh, and they both go into this spiral. Yep. And the yeah, rest of the kids are like, uh, did Ty just die? Yeah. Yes, like, he did. Like, yeah. the, wor- the, worst char- the worst character in the group just, just died. And yep. It's all smooth sailing from it's all smooth sailing from here. We'll never see Ty and Agumon again. I mean now they know how to activate the crest and Metal Gremlin is the worst ultimate design, so they're good. Yeah. Yeah. So suddenly we cut to a shot of the sky where yeah. there is a suddenly plane we cut flying. to a complete suddenly we cut to a completely different color palette and yeah. visual style. So we see Ty and Coromon and they look much higher budget. They look much more well-designed, and there's people everywhere, and the colors are all different. The animation style has completely the, changed. Yeah, yeah. the lighting, it's very brightly lit, and the colors are really kind of washed out. And hmm. I I have to say, I love, one, how they changed the visual style so much for the real world, mm-hmm. and two, how much less, like, colorful like and fantastic. cartoony it looks. Like, like the, I like that the fact like, I don't know I if love this the, was an intentional choice or not. I don't know if it was either, but in any case, it works really well where like the digital fantasy world or whatever is really brightly lit and kind of absurd looking, and the real world is much more muted and higher detailed, but at the same time kind of missing something. Well, I yeah, I think it was intentional because in the digital world we've pointed out constantly in every episode backgrounds and paintings here it's all like just drawn backgrounds regularly yeah, yeah like no if they there's... intended to do that or if they because they literally use this animation for just this clip and then the next episode and then the movies and that's yeah, it that's the only I, time I, they ever use this animation but I imagine style. they did so because they wanted to show like the stark contrast in like and also because they worlds. wanted to impress the guy directing the episode because he went on to make the movie for yeah them. pretty much <laughs> like <laughs> But no, I mean, like, there's there's a lot to appreciate there because, yeah, you're right. Like, in the digital world, like, the it, I think I've compared it before to adventure games where, like, you can clearly tell the important pieces because they stand out mm. from the background significantly. Yeah. And, like, here, there's none of that juxtaposition. Like, it's yeah, I, all, I, it all I fits together. I love this animation style. And when I was a kid, I assumed it's because they were in the re- real world. That's why everything looked different. But then they go back to the real world and it doesn't look like this anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, Which that's is unfortunate. They they, but... It's unfortunate, but like they couldn't. They, yeah, they, they couldn't, couldn't keep it up. Not have like, the money to do that. Yeah, like even with a they even spend with a bigger... they spend like ten episodes in the real world. They can't afford. Yeah, that. even with a bigger <laughs> budget, like for ten episodes, that would just be way too much. Like, especially with not only is the style different, but in the next episode, there's actually like. It's like a properly animated episode. There's none of this everyone stands still while voices talk well, over the top the, of the them. The problem is, I think we're just very much used to, like, more modern standards of even, like, both Western and, uh, you know, Japanese animation. This was pretty well done. This is, like, movie quality for a TV show back in this in this day. 
Yeah. Yeah. For it's a TV show from the, the same style end of the 90s. Yeah. Movies as well, yeah. So. I know, but like, yeah, so I think for us it's really impressive, and I think we kind of wish it retained that for the real world arc just because, you know, that's what we're used to at this point, but I can also see like, why they did In my didn't. opinion, the style they use here looks better than Try. Yeah. If they if they'd gone with this style and just use the try designs, I would have preferred that. Well, there's also the fact Honestly, that, I think this looks better. Well, there's also the fact that like, you know, in this day and age, uh in this current year, Toei Animation is going through some rough shit. Yeah. Toei can't really <laughs> afford anything beyond the bare minimum yeah. for their animations. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. All their money's in live action. <laughs> this is like the end of the episode, by the way. They're in the middle of a park filled with people, and Ty says, "Oh, I'm home." It is actually and you really see shots of buildings yeah. and people and everything. And he's I... back in Tokyo. It's a hell. It's a hell of a way to end the episode, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I actually, I really, like I wanted that... to see the next episode more than freaking anything. Yeah. At this point. yeah. This was like, an insane thing to happen. Like, normally, it w- that would be such a boring static shot to end on. Just, like, oh, some buildings are crane in the background, and, like, it's, a, you know, it's hot to this heat waves, but, like, yeah. to do it in yeah, Digimon. in a park with a bunch of nondescript people. But in Digimon, that's like, what the fuck just happened? How's like, he back? The whole thing so far has been, they've been stuck in this weird other world with no idea if they can ever even get home. And suddenly, like, oh, hey, he's home. And what does he do now? Like he's got his fucking monster buddy with him too. Like, yeah, Carl. And none of, and all of the other people he was stranded with are still there. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a problem. Next episode, I said before, it's probably my favorite episode of the whole show. It's really good. It is really yeah. good. Yeah. I can't wait for next week. But yeah, it was a really fucking good way to end this episode. Yep. <laughs> like I think. For all the faults, ultimate, and then we go to the real world. For a lot of the faults of this episode, this is a really good moment. Like, yeah, and uh, also seeing Coromon in well animated is just—it just really points out how fucking bizarre he is. Yeah, yes, he's just a head on a ball with ears. I really like. I really like that too, where like Metal Greymon and Ty get sucked in, and then the next shot we see of them, he's just Coromine in a completely different animation style, and it's like, hmm. huh? It all is. Right. It is like in terms of just you know storytelling and animation, all that put together, it's equal to someone like grabbing you while you're sitting in an office chair, swiveling you around, and suddenly you're in a different place. <laughs> it's like yeah, what and just that, happened? And that juxtap- well, and that juxtaposed with him like being in his, like, lowest tier form that we actually see them in on a regular basis. It's just like, mm. huh, yeah, he really did, like, use all of his energy for that yeah. attack. Like, yeah. this is Goku killing himself to <laughs> win the fight. It's Now yeah. I just imagine Goku turning back into a baby every time he went Super Saiyan. Oh, that would I'm, be I'm so good! I'm imagining more, like, Vegeta's, like, final flash. Killed himself with it. Yeah. But just like Saiyans turning back into kids every time they they use so they go to Super weird. Saiyan, that'd be great. It'd be so weird. <laughs> that's what happens in GT. I mean, yeah, but that's not because he goes Super Saiyan. Because of a, <laughs> uh, you know, that's because of a wish gone wrong. Like, yeah, but he turns into a human, and when he runs out of power, he turns back into a kid. Like, turns into an adult. That's true. Yeah. GT. So yeah, he so he literally did evolve. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I mean, yeah, he, he even gets, like. He even grows mm. it, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, like, shit. Yeah. He does kind of, huh. Yeah. 
Let's not talk about GT. I'd rather forget this happened. <laughs> so yeah, that that's this episode it was good. So pretty decent do overall. Have any questions? Because I haven't got any. Yes, we did. Uh, okay, so let me go back. Okay, <laughs> some of them are joke questions, but still, uh, like we answer everything. <laughs> so um, this one comes from a friend again, Polly at Pollyanna Days on Twitter. If every monster was turned into a cat, would they be Diginian? <laughs> what about the ones that are already cats? Yeah, I know. Like, do they become double cats? Like, what happens to Gatamon? Is that what happens to a rookie form? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how she digivolved. Yeah, she got she got Diginian. Oh, I think she's yeah. just asking me that because there is a history between us of like, I I I am very much a dog person, but I still find cats cute. She can't stand cats. And I just kind of use that against her constantly, even though she even plays a cat girl in <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes, I'm fucking calling you no, out. No, no, no. There's a there's a there's a huge difference between cats and cat girls. True, but like she's yeah. even she's even expressed this like it's very much where she's teased other people for being cat girls, and then we like someone just said, "You realize you play a cat girl Final Fantasy fourteen? And she was like, "What? No, I don't. Fuck you." Like, <laughs> <laughs> where did you hear about that? That sort of thing. No. <laughs> But yes. Um, so you're saying she she protests too much, is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> Get her on one of the cat girl episodes of Totally Reprise, and we'll sort her out. God. I mean, I think <laughs> I don't know if there are more. Like, I I can't guarantee. There has to be. I imagine like five that show, of that yeah, show. that show there went for like be. five seasons. There's no way there's not more. I'm not saying there aren't more animal people episodes. I'm just not, just don't think if there's any more specific cat girl episodes. I still think there has to be. That's such a specific and common one. But the problem like, is, like, the, okay, the thing with totally totally spies is I nearly, I nearly said totally reprised instead. Is that there's a huge amount of episodes. But they kind of keep going back to a certain well of like, <laughs> like, like they either involve like sudden uh size growth or shrinkage or muscle mass gain or fat gain, foot fetishes as well as mind control. That's kind of their bag, and then everything else is like, oh, we'll do it once or twice. Well, at least we know what the ride is like. I mean, yeah, like. <laughs> but the fact that there's multiple forms of fucking mind control in that show. Hey, hey, that's a very that's a very deep well oh, no, no, that you can no, delve no, no. into. Joel, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is that it's well, not a problem. It's more the fact that it's like I'm surprised that they exhibit those multiple variations. <laughs> it was very much Look, I'm like the writers oh. knew. Okay, yeah, the writers go to mcstories.com. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Digimon turning into cats? I, That's a fetish. I mean, yeah, like, I can imagine some, someone must have drawn Agamotto with there's cat a, ears. Oh, I was going to say, there's a, there's a, there's a deviant art for that, I'm sure. There I mean, I be. can imagine some of it having been waylaid after Tamers with the fucking post-Renamon era we're living in. <laughs> Where everyone just went, yeah, but that's, that's the internet the can be that's described Fox, yeah, as that's pre- and post-Renamon. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, just, like, after Renamon, all bets were off, everything, like, yeah, yeah, of course, at Digimon, you know, you've, you had Angel Woman and stuff, you even had Lady Devimon, but then the second Renamon entered the scene was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, to be fair, there was all, 
I'm pretty sure there was always a contingent of people who were going for the uh, going for the Digimon side of things. You oh no, I imagine I totally Digimon, imagine there were Digifurries but... before because you had Wegarurumon. Like, come on, who is a sexy? I'm, I'm just talking about like the Agumon Gabumon ships, which are surprisingly common. Like, surprising? there's no way that stuff didn't exist. Well, they were surprising to me. I'm a pretty innocent <laughs> kid. I can absolutely see Agumon and Gabumon secretly dating because yeah. they don't want Ty and Matt's disapproval. Yeah. <laughs> Crap, I've got to find that a little would. cute shit. <laughs> God damn it, Tyler. You, you've... That's a tra- that is a shipping trap for me. You can't do now that. Now I know why the shipping thread is so popular. <laughs> Right, do we have any other questions? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so... <laughs> I did get a Pokemon Go-related question, so someone was just oh, asking yeah. me, how the hell are you so good at Pokemon Go? Because I caught an Arcanine on my second day. Here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the answer to that. It's fucking random. I'll say this, <laughs> I have actually gotten way better at throwing Pokeballs. But also, I live in a very well-populated area of Sydney, so therefore, I have a lot of Pokestops that gets me a shitload of Pokeballs. <laughs> but I have actually found there's actually a spin uh, spin curveball technique you, you can do. Oh, yeah, yeah. You press down and B at the same time. No, actually, you and literally... It, and it makes you catch No, no, you, 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 no, you literally... B, B cancels it. What's, what's wrong with you? No, that cancels the evolution. Down A. Okay, well... Okay, actually, now, now to be fair, to be fair, you guys are in Australia, so I'm sure the buttons are reversed. <laughs> actually, okay, I'm curious. When you threw a Pokeball in, in the in the original games, what was your like actual technique? Because okay, when it when af- like immediately after the second shake, you hit down and B at the exact same time. The buttons have to go at the have to go together, and it has to be immediately after that animation ends. It's like a frame perfect thing, or it doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> Ours was you had to press down an A as soon as it hits, as soon as it opens, like, the first time it hit, opens. See, mine was... Yeah, sure. Mine was, I, like, didn't mash necessarily, but I cycled between A and B really quickly, and I hit down, I hit down first, and then cycled clockwise around the D-pad. Constantly. Wow, that's involved. Yeah, Man. yeah. That's like, a, that's, like a, that's like a Mario RPG like attack. <laughs> no, that's a, it's, a, it's, more, it's more of a Mario Party mini game. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, there you go. <laughs> but, and it's just as random. But I don't know for me. It yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's every bit as bullshit as a Mario Party mini game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. No skill involved. But I will say, like, there's actually a thing in Pokemon Go where if you uh, tap and hold down on the Pokeball and, like, actually spin it on the screen, it does actually get a bonus to it because it does actually start sparkling and, really? and spinning yeah that's amazing again maybe they should put that in the game like tell you that shit like yeah i maybe. know i know some early, i know still some definitely like a lot of charm to the original pokemon games was just figuring out shit in the playground before the internet but come on people like just put some this is a dark souls like it's not like there's entire mechanics that just they don't tell you how they work and expect you to figure it out. No, of course not. Well, you don't need any of that stuff unless you're like playing competitively. Yeah. And even then, I just play on showdown because I'm too lazy. 
Okay, so oh, man. it's a lot of work to make spending, Pokemon. Spend, yeah, spending like an entire day breeding two Pokemon is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got uh, two questions for my partner, as always. Because uh, oh, she, <laughs> she always has such wonderful questions. <laughs> She's gonna love hearing this at work when she listens to it. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't listen to us at work. Well, yeah, it's kind of well. Okay, she works in uh, in archiving. And sometimes she'll come across medical records. So she's reading about, like, sometimes really sad stuff that's happened. And she literally was reading a really sad one while uh, digitizing the um, the documents. Just as you were talking about wizard tunnels, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so that explains why she's listening to this podcast, because she's digitizing things. Okay. Yes, yes, precisely. <laughs> she's going digital. <laughs> so, uh, first question for her is... <sighs> Which, <laughs> which, which which Digimon best represents your troll Sona? Is that a Homestuck thing? <laughs> okay, there's our episode title. Congratulations, Tyler. <laughs> yes, it is. I can say also, that. Also, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, am... I read like 10 pages yeah, of Homestuck I... before it was even called Homestuck and just went, nah. I have, I have lived a Homestuck adjacent lifestyle. Like very much where everyone I adjacent. know, where everyone I know has gone, has gone into it to some varying degree and I have no fucking clue what's going on. But at the same time, I know way too much. Similar to wrestling even. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah. say, that describes my relationship same thing with, with wrestling. wrestling pretty well. I, I'm not, somebody, uh, Somebody online put, said this the other day, and it pretty much sums me up perfectly. I'm not a wrestling fan, but I'm kind of a fan of wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like I know. Char- like, I don't. I don't. I don't have any interest in watching wrestling, but I love the in jokes and the terminology and all the <laughs> stuff that wrestling fans talk about. Yeah, my brother is a huge wrestling fan, and every time I see him, at some point, he will go, "Hey, everybody, look, it's Tyler." <laughs> apparently, that's like a wrestler's intro. Is that plays and his name's Tyler something? Tyler Breeze. And uh, probably for like weeks of him doing that, <laughs> I had no idea it was a wrestling thing. I thought it was just some shitty joke he made. Because <laughs> that's That'd the sort of thing bad he does. Joke. Yeah. Like, so, and then I found yeah. out it was a wrestling thing, and I'm like, oh, of course. So yeah, to summarize it, my relationship with wrestling is like if somebody's experience with Digimon was only through this podcast. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. Or no, if this if someone's relationship to Digimon was only about my tweets about this podcast. Yeah, there we go. Yep. yep. There we go. I got extra abstracted a little more. Yeah, because like, <laughs> God, the problem is like, I just, I know characters, I know plot lines, I know events, and I know like certain things in Homestuck. Like, apparently I would do, like, a pretty good cosplay of a uh, Rule 63 Jake English, apparently. I can see it. I mean, yeah. I have no idea what that character looks like. All I know is that character's, like, color scheme is mostly green, they wear glasses, and they're also quite foul-mouthed and have a gun. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm into that. (laughs) Sure, why not? (laughs) But yeah, just okay, I, I don't know anything about troll sonas. I, I don't engage with the troll part. <laughs> I like I like some of them as characters, but I honestly, when I reached Act Five, I was just kind of like, okay, can we get through this so I can get back to the parts I care about? Like, 
Yeah, the, the, I never engaged with that side of the, the way they, fandom. I like a lot of the fan art and fan animations people make for Homestuck. I just don't care about Homestuck, and it sucks because I should actually care about Homestuck. It's kind of everything I like. But <laughs> yeah, no, there's some. Yeah, there's. It's at its best. It's fantastic. I can imagine. Yeah, I also really like the music, but it's oh, the music's amazing. It's just not my thing. Sadly, it's a little frustrating. But you know, I don't. I don't judge anyone who likes Homestuck. I mostly just jokingly, you know, you know, razz on them for liking Homestuck. Sure. I know, it can get fatiguing when everyone's talking about a thing you don't care about. Yeah, especially like, when, like, even something I don't necessarily dislike. It's similar to, frankly, Undertale in that way. Like, I don't hate the thing whatsoever. It's just, I have no fucking clue what's going on, and everyone's hyping it up and constantly talking about it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's how, it's, I it's how exactly I've felt the last... the same way about it's Undertale felt... as I do about Homestuck, and they're so similar in the terms of... Generally, fans of one love the other. Yeah. There's and, a lot of cross you know, The same appeal, people were involved in making them, and I feel exactly the same way about both of them, and that I'm not really too fussed. Yeah. That's how I felt the last couple of days with everyone talking about Go. It's like, yeah, fair enough. I don't, I don't really care. And like, there was a new announced yesterday, and nobody wants to talk about it. Who was new? Oh, uh, I can't think of his uh, English name because his French name was also revealed in Guys, so much better. Guys, the p it's... word. I'm gonna have to do so much bleeping. <laughs> So, anyway, his French name is tr- his French name is Tritox, which is fucking fantastic. That's fucking awesome. That is a Power Rangers <laughs> villain. <I'm> sure. <laughs> Tritox, uh, I summon a, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like the salamander lizard thing. He's a poison fire type. Oh, sweet. And he has a yeah. And he's got an, he's got a brand new ability that lets him poison any, <laughs> including other poison types and steel types. That's pretty Ooh. interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I am. Yeah, all he's about super that. cool. I am really excited for him, and yeah, he just got completely buried <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I, I did. I won't lie. I did like the um when the new electric bug uh, was announced and his evolutions, the one that basically turns into a beetle. Just because I yes. saw that beetle form and went that that looks like a mini that looks like a mini robot used in Kamen Rider. <laughs> <laughs> like I could totally imagine it's a Toku toy, and I want that. You're saying you're saying an electric beetle reminded you of something from Common Rider. Yes, I know. How many weird, right? Had electric forms. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Before I dig myself even further into the Toku hole, uh, yeah. So the answer to that question was we don't have an answer. Yeah, we don't have an answer because none of us <laughs> care about sodas, unfortunately. Sorry. <laughs> um, I feel bad saying that to my partner. <laughs> Um, so, uh, second question from her is, when will they, when will they ever not be walking the desert? This episode? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, the next, so... e- well, next, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's because it takes place in the real world in a not desert environment, <laughs> but not like that. But then when well, we no, go even back after to the that, like world, when they're not in the desert anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They find, like, granted, it took them, like, weeks in <laughs> yeah. DigiWorld time to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. But... Because she's been listening to our podcast since the beginning, so very much she's been on the same wavelength of, how fucking long have these kids been in the desert for? Ages. Ever since they got to server, so, like, they seven escape episodes? It and then, just because they feel like it for, like, five episodes in O2, they go back to the desert. Yeah. <laughs> and then, the digital world in Tamers is pretty much all desert. I mean, it's not... 
I is it desert? Like I mostly remember it's being not really the main desert frame. so much as just barren. Yeah, it's barren, but not necessarily a desert. Like it's just it's it, it's kind of like Beast Wars style stuff where it's just flat. With like a mountain. You're, you're not wrong there, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's better animated, but <laughs> yes, because it's actually like they don't they don't try and go for a you know whole new fad of animation and ends up being aged mm. terribly. But you know, all right. Uh, that Look, was a... it was an important it was an important and necessary era in our uh, in our <laughs> development of technology. Yeah, precisely. It was a cautionary tale. Uh, so that was a question. It was. It was. It was the same as the N sixty four PS one era. Those games look like garbage. They mostly play like garbage. Out, there is but we need a Digimon them. movie in that style of three D animation. Is it really? Yes, it's called X Evolution. Oh God! It. I don't think it was ever dubbed, so it's Japanese only. But it is <laughs> well, like the, shitty. Even the dubbers were like, no, 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 no. We they won't accept this. We can't. We can't let us. We can't let that stop us, Tyler. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, like any western dubbing company was just like look we went through an era of like heavy gear and shit like we we learned our lesson no we can't accept this we we literally cannot bring reboot back we've tried <laughs> but it would be so perfect you call it the reboot reboot it would be incredible why don't they do it they should just call it reboot but they've never tried they have tried yeah multiple times if ever it does somehow fucking come back i would love it if it's just called reboot everyone refers to it as reboot but in the corner on on the logo it's just a tiny two to, for squared they would have mentioned it, it's just reboot <laughs> uh so that was, reboot with an emphasis on the re yeah <laughs> So uh, that was it for questions. Uh, unfortunately, none of them destroyed me uh, in hysterics like last time. Keep trying, people. That. That's a high bar to clear. That well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I cannot think of that question. It still makes me laugh. Okay, so, um, but I did get uh, a wonderful suggestion from a friend of mine on Twitter, uh, Victor Perfecto, also known at Victor Perfecto on Twitter, because uh, I tweeted. That's a good. That's a good name, by the way. It's a damn fine name. He is. A, <laughs> Victor is a good toku and anime buddy of mine. He is a he is a damn good man. <laughs> um, the one time I've ever seen him, I've ever like heard him actually speak though, was in an Instagram video he sent to me of him. I don't know if he was drunk or tired or both, but sitting in the passenger seat of a car, singing at the top of his lungs, "Who's gonna take you home tonight?" <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Um, but yes. Uh, so, because I tweeted... Is that his question? No. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, I tweeted earlier that the quote, you know, of ours, uh, Adventure 02 Mimi is basically the Sixth Doctor in terms of appearance. And he came up with the most, yeah. with the most brilliant suggestion of, is he being the perfect Seventh Doctor? Yeah, I okay, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is he a Sylvester yeah. McCoy with spinning, spinning his brolly and Tentamon as ace in a bomber jacket covered in pins? Okay, Hell Tentamon, yes. yeah, that, that makes it perfect. Yeah, like, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he linked, like, I already had oh, a- Oh man, Tentum, Tentamon with a bat just, like, wailing <laughs> on other Digimon. Yeah. He can and hold like, it with those little mini arms he's got that he never yes, uses. Yeah. <laughs> and, like- I already had him, the mental image in my in my mind of that scene for, of um the seventh doctor you know walking away out of the circus tent as it blows up behind him and he just linked that straight afterwards without me asking. <laughs> just imagine, <laughs> is he doing that? Like, 
God. So now I have to draw this. <laughs> All right. Excellent. We're making fan art. Oh, man. Okay, so we need to follow this through, though. Yeah, now. who are the other and doctors? Yeah. Who are the other? Yeah, which Digimon oh, characters God. are the other doctors? <laughs> oh, God. Obviously, Jedi is the first doctor because he's an old man that becomes young. Yeah, I guess, but I th- I want to try and get us to. And Digi- also, the first Doctor was a dickhead. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so who's the second? So it's like young Jedi, the second. See, I'm doctor? really strug- I'm really well. I'm really struggling with the second Doctor. He's my favorite classic Doctor, and he's a, I don't. He's know a that fantastic I like Doctor. Seemed, he's the one who does like all the fucking karate and shit. Right? No, that was the third Doctor. He beats people up. No. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the I second doctor. He played a record. He played a recorder, and he wore uh, he fur was a coat. Goofball. He was a clown. He was a wonderful character. Hmm. I don't think I like any of the Digi Destined enough to like <laughs> give him that role. Like, honestly, like, is that going into like Tamers? Any of them? I mean, I'll say I can kind of picture Ken as like the tenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got the he's got the whole like the Digimon Emperor as the War Doctor, and then Ken as oh, it can be nine then. Oh, yeah. No, you said the tenth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. I see Ken as ten, as nine. Yeah, I can see Ken as nine. Actually, mm. you're right. Yeah, because yeah, Digimon yeah, Emperor is totally War Doctor. He's basically traumatized what he by what he's be. done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that works. No, the tenth is too goofy for Ken. True. Yeah. What would that be? Hmm. I think the eleventh would definitely be Takato. Yeah, actually, with, like, how... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that works yeah. really well. Yeah, straight up, especially, like, just Gilmon. Like, I could, I can see the Eleventh Doctor getting along well with Gilmon. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. As for the others, I... I don't know. It's hard. Like, because, you know, fuck Davis, and... You know, <laughs> Which Doctor do we like the least? <laughs> I could see, I could see, I could see TK as, uh, like, older TK as the fifth Doctor. Yes, actually, thank you, I was trying yeah. to nail that, yeah. Yeah, that could work. I could, I could see TK with a cricket bat. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, because, yeah, it's just mostly the fact that, unfortunately, a lot of the Digidestin don't have a huge amount of personality. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. Like, and not—I can't see any of them as any of, as as like the famous fourth Doctor. Like, no. Oh no, no, none of them have enough personality. No, no, that's Rio because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, no, 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 no. Rio, because Rio would pick the most famous Doctor. No, for no, no, no. I can see Rio as being like as being the eighth Doctor, just kind of stuck in the middle of everything. It's kind of there. Yeah, like, like he's got a lot of potential. He's really cool, actually, when you think about it, and he's got more character than well, most. Here's the thing, and well, there's all the these random the eighth... side stories about him that no one's ever heard. Yeah, exactly. The Eighth yeah. Doctor primarily exists in like in the... the audiobooks and yeah. like comics and stuff, which is perfect for real. Yeah, yeah. And I will say this: just like having listened to some of the Big Finish productions of him, like they're pretty good stories. But still, like unfortunately, Eighth Doctor was kind of relegated to be on the sidelines, sadly. Which is a shame because Paul McGann's a really good actor, and I actually oh, yeah, no, get that great. one. Scene I would love right to get more before from the him. anniversary. Yeah, like his that short was that really was good. Cool. Oh god damn it! Wasted potential. <laughs> I would trade Paul McGann's eighth for de- uh, Tenant's tenth any day of the week. 
Oh, I like Tenant. I don't mind Tenant. Tenant's got some good <laughs> moments, but there was a lot of fatigue at that point. See, frankly, I'd trade him for 11. I wasn't big on 11. Uh, I liked 11, but I think it was weird because I first thought, like, oh, Tenant's... Uh, to me, Tenant was, like, the Pierce Brosnan of Doctors. Really good. I liked him a lot, but he got saddled with a lot of stories I didn't care for. And then Eleven came along, who I yeah, loved, and then got saddled with even worse stories, <laughs> sadly. Yeah. Stories. Oh, God. That, and see, I think so that I was... was the biggest problem for me, is that I didn't really... I didn't really take him right away, and then he didn't get enough good material to sell me on him. Like, yeah. there were definitely... Like, frankly, you know, Tenant's run was a lot more consistent but I feel like Eleven's had a lot higher moments for me, personally. Mm. Like, well, you had v- Vincent and the Doctor is an, an amazing episode. Yeah. See, that's, that's the thing, though, with, like, because really Eleven started when uh, Moffat started as the showrunner. Yeah, and Moffitt, the thing with Moffat is, is his highs... <laughs> His highs are incredible, but his lows are so like, bad. equal that like in his, like intensity. Yeah, like, like there's definitely some low points. They would have been the Russell T Davies era, but man, oh man, Moffat, holy shit! Like I, I honestly yeah. feel like he would have been better served staying as a writer. No, yeah, like that, that was the his problem. his episode. The episodes he wrote in the the Davies run. Were fantastic. Were fantastic. Yeah, they were they were the best episodes in that run. Yeah, and like the best episode I think of Modern Doctor Who, uh, which aired last season, was Heaven Sent. One Moffat wrote as well. Yes. Yeah, Heaven Sent is a fucking mm. amazing episode. Like yeah. just even for TV in general, like it's. I've really just been good. trying to think this whole time that. So there's no real Doctor that can equal Rika in Snark. So, is there a companion snarky enough to be Rika? I mean, a lot of a lot of the Doctor's companions, like they have to be snarky because he needs that. Like, yes, but she is like Queen Snark. Honestly, if we didn't already fill Tentamon with Ace, I can see her doing that. Yeah, I, I can also maybe Amy, maybe. Because there's, yeah, there's a there's a huge Amy. vulnerable side to Rika. That's Amy's the thing. Yeah. Amy's Amy's too flirty for Rika. True, yeah. but I like. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like there has to be a classic companion that she'd fit, but I don't. I haven't seen enough of the classic era to say. Yeah, I would almost either. say like because that's thing people forget about. Like Sarah Jane Smith herself was pretty fucking sassy to the Fourth Doctor and the Third as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. also, it's not like, you know, Sarah Jane Smith is bland at all, but it's very much she's not as hot-headed as Rika. Mm. Yeah, that's true. She's more gung-ho, but not necessarily, like, just has a huge, uh, like, um, you know, uh, insecurity complex that kind of boosts her ego a bit too much. Yeah. It's tough. It's hard. It's... We so the answer well. is we got Digimon. Like five or six yeah. doctors. Yeah. So. Yeah. The answer is Digimon doesn't map super well to Doctor <laughs> Who. It's not as much as we would hope, and it kind of points out how bland across the board a lot of the Digidestin can be. Sadly, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's not a lot to work with there. It's just that the problem is that the three best characterized Digidestins. Uh, there's only three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a problem. So. <laughs> a huge cast, like, that's a huge problem. Like, I would almost yeah. be... Honestly, it would be easier if we actually, like, draw 
direct parallels between the Digimon themselves and the Doctors. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, the best characterized pretty people in all of Digimon are the three main characters from Tamers, and there's only three of yeah, them. Because you know what? You know who would actually be a pretty good analog for the second Doctor? Gomamon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit, you're right. He's got a he's got a similar sense of humor, like a similar like outlook on things, a similar method of problem oh, solving. Oh man, would he to- he would totally summon inf- marching fishes with the recorder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, that- Gomamon, you're the best. <laughs> Oh I'm my just, god! I'm just waiting on the casting announcement. See who plays him. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, see, yeah, that's the important part. Him right up, there. Be, even though he's only in like three scenes in the first movie, and then he makes you cry. Like <laughs> that's in the second movie. I know, but still, <laughs> very sad. Yeah. It was very upset, you guys. <laughs> I mean, it does sound like an upsetting scene. Yeah, like I, I remember watching, going, Man. "That's fucked up." Try is. Try is kind of depression fast, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. actually. Because I think the whole thing, because Izzy got a weird email talking about it. It's the whole reason they can reach Mega is because if they fall to their lowest point of whatever their attribute is, then they have to gain it back. Is how they reach Mega, which means it's going to be a lot of <laughs> just real upset people. Ooh. Ah, yeah, so why do we fall so we can get back up again? Yep. Which means that when it comes to TK, he is just going to be in absolute despair at all times. God. Holy crap, they fucking stole my ideas again. The Antichrists. That's all our, so our I think uh, I think Toei owes you a big fucking fat check, Joel. Like, at this they have any really? Money? They should I mean, sure. really? They should just hire me. I won't even charge that much. They should just hire me <laughs> to write their shit because I do a better job of yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, like any of us would do a better job of it. Seriously. No, it tries good. Thirteen, so far. Yeah. thirteen year old me came up with armor digivolutions before the scene <laughs> season two. And did a better fucking job I'm of it. I'm pretty sure season two was basically... They got the drinking bird to ride it in the office. Like... Yep. <laughs> they just programmed they literally, it. They, they took that old uh, aphorism about uh, a thousand monkeys and a thousand typewriters a little too seriously. <laughs> they, like, they just set up, like, a, a series of keyboard commands. So, like, pressing certain keys will enter in certain words. They put the drinking bird on, like, a rotating platform in front of the keyboard and left it there for the weekend. Yeah, you know just that old, back. you know that uh, South Park joke about Family Guy, where it's just manatees like popping oh, yeah. balls out <laughs> yeah. of the thing. Yeah. yeah, it's that. That is season two. Fuck season two. God damn it! <laughs> it had some good ideas. It just had bad execution. That's putting it very lightly, Tyler. That's giving it so much more. Yeah, that's the that's the most generous summary of season two. <gasps> wow. Yes, it is. Season two yeah. has one good character. We're still a ways off from season two. Yeah, and it did. I mean, they did have a mummy with like a machine gun, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how fucked up is it that I actually kind of hate the season when there's a mummy with a machine gun? <laughs> By the way, mummy with a machine gun is my like late uh, '90s, early 2000s uh, garage band. 
I was about to say, "Man with the Machine Gun" is a track from Final Fantasy VIII, and it's fucking yeah. It's amazing. one of it's one of two good things about Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> I like that game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all of our questions and stuff. So onto the plugs, and yeah, new stuff happened. I'll yeah, we've got a big that, one because you're kind of turn it over to the webmaster. Yeah, I'm kind of the one who made it, and, like, bought <laughs> yeah. it, and yeah. Okay, so um, you may have noticed over the uh, weeks and months that we've been doing this that we tend to have a lot of like cross promotion. I'm on another I'm on another podcast that Jules has appeared on several times, and we'd like to get Tyler on at some point if we can ever get the timing to work out. <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> um, we'll figure it out. It's called yeah, show called Teenagers with Attitude, where uh, we do the same thing about uh, Power Rangers. And uh, Jules has mentioned uh, she's also guested on a another sort of sister show of ours called uh, Totally Reprise, which is the same thing for uh, Totally Spies. Um, and I don't know if we've ever directly mentioned it, but former guest Luke has a podcast um, where he um, reads through all of Homestuck with our friend Ashley from Totally Reprise, who hadn't previously really read it. And... So we keep going, you know, kind of crossing paths with each other and promoting each other's stuff. And so we decided to actually, like, formally join up and form sort of a podcast network. Uh, We're called Audio Entropy, and we can be found at www.audioentropy.com. It's got all our podcasts on it. It's got all, really all episodes looking, of all our podcasts. And I'm really looking forward to our future logo that's being currently in design yeah, phase. Yeah, we have, we have yes, some lo- yes. a logo currently being mocked up. It looks yeah, incredible. By, by the same uh, William Newton who did our logo for the Moncast, as well as yeah. the yeah, logo he's... for Totally Reprise. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's really good. I do um, like that yeah, he kind of just ran with bit... this idea, and we went, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that looks awesome. Let's go with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, the website's so, yeah. still somewhat in development, so we're probably going to see some changes. Um, I managed to get all the Moncast episodes up there, but um, we didn't really have like album art for most of them, so I kind of came up with some stuff. Um, there's a few <laughs> episodes still missing it. All those screen caps and stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, everything's there. You can um, you can actually listen to episodes straight from the site. Um, if you're subscribed to us um, through iTunes, we're trying to make sure that everything ports over good um so that the feed continues otherwise you can subscribe to our uh our new feeds on the site and those should stay up to date um yeah any anyone who visits it and has feedback um definitely definitely send that this way Um, there is actually a twitter account set up isn't there yeah, I don't know if oh, anyone's no, done anything Twitter, with it yet. I mean, oh no, like... I'm not gonna be running that. I'm not <laughs> online near. I'm not online nearly enough to manage that. Like honestly, I you just have to give me a very strict rule of posting no toku outside of podcast related material, and I could run that. <laughs> I just don't yeah, want my, um, I just don't want my shit to pollute other <laughs> actual like. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna kind of be a group effort on that one because it's mostly just gonna be news about the network and like retweeting announcements and new episodes. And I think we're just waiting for the logo to be finalized before we can like even use that as a profile image. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got we've got a little branding to uh, sort out yet, but yeah, yeah all the all the contents <laughs> there. Um, it's much nicer than our previous method of just uploading it to free hosting and dealing with shout engines all fun. Yeah, come with that. Shout engine shout engine does a really good job for what it is, but it is a free <laughs> program free. and yeah. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Yeah, there's you know. there's limit. There's limits for that. And yeah. yeah uh website's really nice because we've got a lot more control, uh a bit better quality control. This means and if we have, have any future projects come up, which I think a couple people do. Yeah, we've got a couple yeah, ideas. Yeah, there's some Yeah, there's, there's, some, the there's some stuff brewing. Um I know for a I'm fact looking that... forward to being able to branch out with this a little more. Yeah, um definitely. Yeah. And it's nice actually like all of us having a collective name now instead of just going, yeah, I guess we're all just podcast buddies that originated from the same forum. Yeah. Yeah, no more no more five minutes. No more five minute plug blocks of hey, check out all these other shows. Yeah, we can now <laughs> just say go to audiohp.com. Like Yeah, it's great. So yeah, with that, what do we want our shitty sign off to be this week? I think you just kinda said it, Tyler. No, we've done that one before. We've come up with one. <laughs> oh, so we can't repeat the shitty sign-offs. Cool. No, of course not. Yeah, gotta have some Your quality control, make right? Off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's this is this is controlled shittiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't have shitty fallout. We just gotta have like precise aimed shittiness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what what should the sh- sign-off be then if you if you wanna. You know, give your criticism then, Jules. What are you going to sign us off with? I don't know. I'm not the main host. This isn't my job. <laughs> I sit here and make really dumb goofs. Like, all right. So thanks for so thanks for listening to Digimon, the Digital Moncast. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This this is a wonderful beginning to our network. <laughs> so I'm Tyler. I'm Jules. And I'm Joel. And we seriously have no idea what's going on. <laughs> nope. I don't know. I like to close the show with a tune that's currently number one on the charts. It goes something like this. <laughs> My little darling. Yeah! You think you're swell. You think you're I cool. just can't stand it! I'm the To the lawless land of Australia, where we don't have a government still. It's been a week. Yeah, like an actual week since the election. It's so. Are you just guys? Are you guys just like in a perpetual purge state now? I mean, I we've mean, that's now... just life in general. So. Uh, yeah, that, that's Australia. I mean, we've now replaced the economy with sausage sizzles, which it's not the worst. Yo. Know, I, I can think of I can think of countries that would probably consider that a step up. Yeah, like U- the UK, for example. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of the thing we're. I think a lot of us are latching to that. At least we're not the UK with that. Like, but 
might. It, it's been yeah, so no, no government might be better than what they've been dealing with. This is this is very much like the only thing. The only way it can really be classified is just it's a political kerfuffle. Yeah, it's it's not a disaster. It's not a train wreck. It's more just. God damn it. <laughs> like, it's an embarrassment, really, more than anything. A little bit, like... Yeah. I mean, it has basically been called that, yeah, the Coalition yeah, Party, they, the Liberals and National Party will, you know, gain the majority. They're what? predicted to win 76 seats, which is the absolute minimum required. Yep. <laughs> and I, that means if a single person doesn't turn up to a vote, they could lose it. Yeah, like one of those politicians never turn up to vote. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, like it's I don't know. I I don't care for that for the coalition, and I don't care for Labour Party either. But I'm at least glad it was such a close race this time. <laughs> it at least shows that hey, guess what? You two are complete fucking jackasses that you don't understand what your people <laughs> want. I think for the most part. Yeah, yeah, if nothing else, a race this ridiculously close shows that people aren't real happy with their options. No, unfortunately, I was really disappointed, though, that the Greens this time didn't get a bigger push than they normally do. They did as well as they normally do. They didn't win the seat of Batman. That's real fucked up. That's real fucked up. And I'm really sad about that, because it was a pretty good uh, campaign. Your Greens probably still did better than our Greens have ever done. I mean, I didn't even realize that you guys had a Greens party. Yeah, you guys. Well, have we have a, a we have a party that calls themselves the Green Party. They're batshit insane. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're the ones who court. They're the ones who court the anti-vaxer vote. Oh, uh, we've got that though. We've got that in the health party. Yeah, they changed their name from the um, what was it? It's like the Natural Medicine Party to the yeah. Health Party. Okay, so it's one of those things where to you name yourself yeah. after the thing you try to destroy. Yeah, pretty much. Like the, the the Australian Vaccination Network. I was severely disappointed when... So, okay, with the way um, preferences go and such, uh, even if you vote for the smaller pa- uh, smaller independent parties, they you know that vote will still count towards uh, other larger parties that they contribute votes to. So the health party was actually giving its votes to the current PM Turnbull, who was part of the coalition. I was kind of disappointed when... Well, I mean, they well, change I mean, that, so now preferences don't really mean anything. True. It's like they give you, preferences mean what they print on a card that they hand out to people to say, this is how you should vote if you'd like us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, d- don't you don't have to follow the card. Unfortunately, my mum is one of those people who does follow the card. So, yeah, <laughs> it was, which is sad because she definitely well, I'm sure is they not know what they're fa- talking about. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is, this is the case where, you know, she is very much not an anti-vaxxer, so... She was kind of annoyed with herself afterwards. She just got a card from them and said, yeah, I'll do what you say, sure. That's kind of it, like... <laughs> oh, god damn it! The stupid freaking cards. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we don't have a government yeah, yet. No it, government, still. You know, it's we very joked much... last week about coming back in a week and we still wouldn't have one, we weren't actually serious. Yeah, we were just going, haha, that would be real funny if that was the case. <sighs> this no. is this is like putting a back in five minutes sign on your store, and then whoops, like something just came Coming up. Back and a week later, yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, you you come back like at closing time, like this is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we, 
we'll probably have a government in the next couple of days. I'm not going to say anything anymore about that because I'm worried. Like, who knows? Uh, but so how thinking... so how long can you go without a government before somebody can just kind of step up and say, "Hey, I'm going to be the government now." Like, let's, there's squatters' let's rights for the government. Let, let, <laughs> this is this is our new Australia's got We're talent. We're setting a precedent here. <laughs> Only one way to find out, Joel. I'll be right back. So I'm gonna, non- I'm gonna make the a Digi sash. Party. <laughs> That's what we were gonna have at Pax Oz, but then Jules decided not to come. I've, I'm spending money to go to Hong Kong like a week before. I have to go there. Like, <sighs> so disappointed. Look, I'm not saying I don't want to go. Gonna have a two thirds meetup, and now it's gonna be a one third meetup, which is exactly what it is in my fucking house right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even going? <laughs> To see other people? Like, it's not... Well, it is hilarious that, <laughs> you know, with the usual uh, Australian crew, like, a bunch of people won't be coming this year for the, for, for various reasons, so... Yeah, there's, like, four people who normally go that aren't going. Yeah, but one so. of those... Yeah, but one, one person who usually goes, she's kind of like our den mother and is responsible for us organizing yeah, she kind shit. of organizes everything, so I don't know what we're going to be doing. You're kind of fucked. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah. yeah. Like, but you guys uh, might have one dinner together, man, and that'll be it. So, yeah, so Australia's completely completely screwed. Not only do you not yeah. have a government, you don't even have anyone leading the, uh, like, PAX crew. Well, the funniest thing is that the uh, the tradition was the Australian crew at PAX would take a picture with Robert Koo. Whoops! Can't do that yeah. this year! Yeah. yeah. Well, he might, he might not- still go as a civilian. You don't know. It's a long way to go just to hang out. Yeah, that's thing, like, oh, we, we'd imagine, like, oh, him at um, Seattle or Boston, even south, but I don't think this time for Australia. It, it's very expensive and very long flight. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because last time we took a picture with him, he was straight up just, you know, complaining, fair enough, about the amount of flies. <laughs> like, Yeah. But I was thinking earlier this week that... We got more into the Australian news section of this, unless the Australia is fucking weird section of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to I be just... fair, you're not having a government's pretty damn weird. Yeah. yeah it is weird. Yeah. But I just suddenly remembered a local custom. I don't know if it goes, how far it goes beyond Brisbane, because it started here. Well, let's hear it. Uh, you know the song Eagle Rock? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. There is a custom, at least in Brisbane... Whenever that song plays, that you are supposed to drop your pants to your ankles and start dancing in a group. It's a thing. I'm not lying. See, now this sounds like the kind of thing that when you go to visit a place, everyone tells you is a thing just to fuck with you. It is an official policy of the uh, student bar at a local university that you cannot be kicked out for dropping your pants while Eagle Rock plays. Okay, that that sounds like something a student bar would do. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where the tradition started. Yeah, of course it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember a, a court case a few years back where people got brought in for indecent exposure when the judge let them off because he understands it's tra- tradition to drop your pants. God damn it! That's, that's kind of like that's kind of like the boys will be boys defense, huh? Except more like Australia will be Australia. Right, right. God, hey, it, it's a thing. So, 
Is it one of those things where when they walked in, like instead of giving a defense, they just did the secret frat like hand signal <laughs> to the judge, and he was like, "Oh yeah, they're cool." No, they just held up the fucking single cover, and he went, "Oh, okay, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah okay, cool." You, you guys are off. <laughs> Uh, well, like, so what's your defense? And then they just pull out their phone and start playing it. And he goes, oh, right. <laughs> the judge just drops, no, his, and he, just and he gets his like, yeah, drops his pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, so that's the thing that Australia, well, at very least, Brisbane does. Well, so speak- I'm, I'm, I think I can guess what the like intro music to the segment's going to be this week. <laughs> oh, no, oh yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Hey, it's oh, an Australian song. No, I mean, since, like, you're gonna... Well, actually, be... This that, does that... mean that while listening to the podcast, you will be required to drop your pants. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, that'd be actually an interesting way to poll how many people will be listening locally to you, to, uh, Tyler, so you can walk <laughs> around prison and just see who's, who just randomly drops their pants while listening to their phone. Oh, God. <laughs> people that... on the bus just... Yeah, that's a Moncast fan. <laughs> Oh god! It's a trap. Having to, people I don't know listen to this podcast weirds me out so much. Yes, entirely. Yes, it's so weird. You know, it gets less weird when you start inviting them on. Yeah, yeah I can we imagine. Done that yet? Not yet. <laughs> I find it funny. Oh, well, we've had an offer, so that's true. I do find it funny though that like I get follows every now and then on Twitter from people who I have no connection to. I just think. Was this from one of the podcasts I plugged on? Like That's just my Twitter life. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, what else happened in Australia this week beyond well, us not having a government? Well, okay, we don't have a government. There's that ridiculous p- tradition you've brought up. Yeah, but... And also, we do have nerds flooding Australian police stations. Oh, yes. That's right. So, okay, uh... Go came out this week, and definitely uh, came out in Australia and Japan. Wait, 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 wait hold on. Are we all, are we are we allowed to talk about on this podcast, or are we stepping on some turf? Here? Uh, ble- bleep it out. So every time we say <laughs> you bleep it out. Oh God! So <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's too we much work. With, yeah, we need to come up with more rules like this. Make uh, make Tyler do some actual editing work here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lazy. What? Okay. Uh... So I'm just trying to think of another like phrase we can use instead of that name. Oh, what's what's something that would be uh what's something that it would people would get really litigious about if we started talking about it on what, air? What if, how about Pokemans? <laughs> Pokermans. Yeah, Pokemans. Pokemans. Yeah, okay. So Pokemans Go <laughs> came out in Australia uh early this week, uh before North America and such. And straight up you got some fucking uh hot headlines from what was happening from because of that so for people who don't know in the game it's ostensibly a game uh basically yeah, you walk qu- around air with, quotes around game there yeah it, it is augmented reality i like it a lot myself i understand that definitely people have criticisms but we won't get into that too much frankly because this is the australia segment we need to talk about how weird our country is more than how weird this ar game is so basically <laughs> you walk around with your phone out looking at a virtual map with your little character on it, and it tracks where you're going, it uses Google Maps, and it uses landmarks for certain things like um, what are called Pokestops, which are basically little uh, icons you swipe on, and you get items from, like Pokeballs and Potions and Revives. There's so, one nearby for me, it gives you Pokeballs for visiting the giraffe statues. That's pretty good. 
Yeah, but Giraffe Rig doesn't happen until season two or uh, yeah unfortunately generation <laughs> can two we just like, make he's not available in the game for like dunsparce and ampharos because <laughs> they are the best <laughs> okay i get ampharos i kind of get dunsparce but i always just love when dunsparce is brought up as yep that's dunsparce just like the people's dunsparce champion is the best so here is where joel dropped from the call and jules and i didn't know this for about five minutes he can't hear any of us we can't hear him but he decided to keep recording anyway so I just left his audio in because it's actually kind of funny. I I still want Quagsire so I can have keep continue the proud Did tradition of naming my Quagsire Brian because it's the best yeah, Quagsire name. I just disconnected. It, yeah. You look but at a Quagsire, you tell me that thing is a name, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason they're talking about go ahead and is because here. of a. Uh, Connecting it was just a, a little thing put out by a police station. I think it's on Discord. Though, my internet's fine. Yeah. So, uh, was it a Northern Terri- yeah. <laughs> Northern Territory? Yeah, Northern, Northern Territory of Police nope, Fire and Emergency Services Station good. put up this post on Facebook. Yeah, saying, other websites are loading. It's got to be Discord problem. trainers out there using and go. Whilst the Darwin Police Station may feature as a Pokestop, please be advised that you don't actually have to step inside in order to gain the Pokeballs. It's also good to look. Uh, idea to look up you away from it. your phone and both ways before crossing the street. This is my Wi-Fi. That, shan- that sand shoe isn't going anywhere fast. Stay safe and catch them all. I wonder, like, how many becoming people... a public fire, health hazard. Fire, 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 how many people got? walked into that station before they had to make that statement? Probably a surprising amount. Just imagine, like, very popular. I just imagine, like, a whole bunch of kids nah, walking. Go, right uh, what are you doing? Just like. <laughs> The, the weirdest yeah. thing is that you, you like, if if you get within like across the road from one of those poker stops, you can uh, swipe on it. It's fine. Again. It will like light up. You come on, big man. How do people not notice yeah, that? Like, it you can be within like a hundred meters of it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't think we have much else, do we? I mean, yeah. I mean. There's not really much else happening in Australia. Like, it's hard for there to be, to be anything happening when there's not a fucking government. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, We might have to finish this up early then. Yeah, especially because our token American, unfortunately, is yes, currently uh, having uh, some... I was, I was trouble- trying to talk around it, but he's having mic problems. Yeah, yeah so. it's, uh, it's going to be noticeable when really the reason it, we're having this segment is actually present and hmm, available for it. <laughs> so it's just two Australians speech. kind of, you know... That'd be fun. Just yeah. kind of sassing about our own country, which is good, but text speeches. We, we need an audience for that. Yeah, I think we'll finish this up then. Yeah, yeah it's a short, it's a short segment, but hey, hope we, hopefully, we have a government in the next few days. Yeah, hopefully, soon. If we don't next week, um, all rules are off. We're going full Mad Max. <sighs> I gotta buy some shoulder pads. Uh, not enough leather in my wardrobe. I've got the leather. I just don't. Well, that, 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 that came off bad. Uh, okay, so we're ending the segment. That's the end of the episode yeah, then. Uh, That'll just... Yep. And bye. Bye. I'm just going to quit and try to get back in, see if that makes a difference.